1: Welcome in guys, Friday edition beers daily fantasy six pack good to be back here in the fantasy bar once again Six guys fresh off the tap for you again covering all the major sites here Thank you for stopping by the fantasy bar before we get into things guys a couple things Make sure you subscribe to the channel Also, if you enjoy your time here in the fantasy bar, make sure you hit that thumbs up button on YouTube So important helps us out a great deal and as always I greatly appreciate also Make sure you go and download the old SharpSide app, baby. Props, lines, spreads, everything you need for sports betting, for DFS, for fantasy, whatever it is, very valuable app that can give you all the information that you're looking for. Plus, running a free contest over there. All you got to do, lock in a bet, try to go on a streak. The longer your streak goes, the more FanDuel credit you will have access to. So get a streak going, get them lock bets in. Free to play. Download the SharpSide app today. All right, let's talk some NBA big Friday night slate of games. Let's start with power forward center Jaron Jackson Jr. of Memphis. So Jackson really starting to ball out here. of late. laid 40 or more fantasy points now in three straight games. Playing very well against this San Antonio team this season. As well, averaging 23 points per game. We're not even factoring in anything else. Averaging around 37 DraftKings points per game. So hitting the floor that we're looking for. You add that with the recent play where he's really picked it up, and I think there's real 6-7X potential here with Jaron Jackson Jr. The Spurs head last in defense versus archetype against a player like Jaron Jackson Jr. You can find all that information all over Roto-Grinders, especially in our lineup HQ tool. But a good matchup here, a guy in a good form, and a great price in the low sevens on FanDuel and DraftKings makes Triple J, one of my favorite plays here. On Friday night all right let's stay at power forward center with some value depending on the site with Bobby Portis of the Knicks so kudos to DraftKings bumped that price up to 6400 expecting Julius Randle to be out again that's exactly what we got FanDuel stayed at 4400 Yahoo down at $14 so we trust that DraftKings algorithm and the price jumped up for a reason here so on FanDuel Yahoo Really take advantage of it, even on DraftKings. I don't mind the sixty-four hundred dollar price. Yes, we're paying more. That may scare people away, but look what he did last game. Crushed even at that number, and did it despite the fact that he only shot twenty-nine percent. So we get a near fifty percent. Boom. We're talking fifty fantasy point upside here for Bobby Portis. So a great buy on Fanduel, a great buy on Yahoo, and even on DraftKings, you get a little bit more flexibility there. Move things around, even like him there at that $6,400 price point. All right, staying in the mid-range. Next pick for us, point guard, shooting guard, Markel Foltz of Orlando. So we always want to look at injuries. Looks like DJ Augustine not going to play here tonight for the Orlando Magic. That's a good thing for Markel Foltz. That's basically his main competition in that backcourt at the point guard spot. Now you get more shots, more usage, more opportunities. Always a good thing, obviously. 30 or more fantasy points now for Foltz in three of his last five so we check another box a guy coming in in good form and the last box we're going to look at here matchup Phoenix bottom ten in fantasy points allowed to the point guard position here Markel Fultz I think is a little bit too cheap I'd pay mid sixes for him we're getting him in the high fives take advantage here against the Phoenix Suns with Markel Fultz right, another mid-range play trying to make life easy on you guys here at shooting guard small forward Joe Ingles of the Jazz So the Christmas season rolls on. Some of you Scrooges want to end all that. Move on. Hey, it's jingles. It's Christmas. We're going to continue to play him anytime Mike Conley is out of the lineup. We don't have official word on Conley yet, but word is he's going to miss at least another week or so. So Joe Ingles, one of the guys that's going to help fill the bill there for Utah. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, those are the guys that can play some point forward for this team. And it's really shown. Ingles, five or more assists now in six straight games. The cash floor is solid. When you put him in, you're going to get the 25, 30 points you're looking for at these prices. The GPP ceiling is certainly there for him to go over 40 fantasy points. In any matchup with Mike Conley out, Joe Ingles, pretty much a lock and load for me and no difference here tonight on this big Friday night slate. All right, next play for us, let's go to Atlanta and go with Power Forward Center, John Collins. So I know Trey Young, the talk of the town, had that massive game against Houston, put up a huge triple-double there. But let's not forget about John Collins, played very well in that game as well. Not to the level of Trey Young, but we're talking about games of 45, 50. 55 fantasy points for John Collins over the last seven games. So, obviously, the ceiling there for this guy. The matchup, the Wizards, bottom 10 in almost any category you want to look at against power forwards, against centers, whether it's fantasy points allowed, defense versus archetype, defensive efficiency, all near the bottom here for the Washington Wizards. So, and Collins, one of those guys that could fall through the cracks. There's a lot of studs on this slate. All the big names are on the slate Luka, Giannis, the Lakers. So I think people will spend it up on those guys before they'll spend up on John Collins, making him a contrarian option here on the high end and a guy I think is going to crush here against a depleted Washington frontcourt, John Collins. One of my favorite spend-ups to be contrarian here tonight on this Friday night slate. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play. Before we do that, guys, we're going to continue to run it back here. A thank you to the Loyal Bar patrons. We're going to run... Our beast of the night contest what is it free to play get in the comment section below the video all you got to do is guess fantasy points for my beast of the night on DraftKings here tonight for a chance to win three free days of roto grinders premium which gives you access to all these tools we talk about here in the video everything behind the paywall get in there check it out and obviously again free to play so let's take a look at my favorite play of the night you know max the beast of the night All right, beast time. We're going to stay in the mid-range here, try to make life easy, keep some salary available for you to roster your favorite stud. But my favorite play on the night in the mid-range, you're going to go with Lou Williams of the Clippers, tonight's beast of the night. So you notice a pattern here. We're checking off boxes with all these guys, guys in good form, guys with good matchups, guys with injury situations to capitalize on. We'll check one, two, three there for Lou Williams, averaging almost 38 fan points per game over his last three. We do the math. An easy 6X return there on FanDuel. And I love that price over there on him tonight. Anytime a guy's cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings, certainly something to take a look at. Injury situation. No Paul George here tonight for the Los Angeles Clippers. That means the usage rate for Lou Williams jumps over 30%, which we know is an absolutely elite number. And the Warriors, whether he's playing the one, the two, does not matter. Bottom six In both of those categories, second most fantasy points allowed when he's lining up at shooting guard. But Lou Williams, shooting the ball, scoring the ball, playing very well for the Clippers. I don't think that changes here tonight, making him easily my favorite play on the Friday night slate and tonight's piece of the night. All right, guys, that wraps up for Friday night in the NBA here in the Fantasy Bar. Any comments, questions, feedback, you guys know what to do. Make sure you get your guess for Lou Williams on DraftKings right below the video for a chance at three, three days of Roto-Grinders Premium. For rotogrinders.com, I am Beer saying salut best of luck tonight, guys. Best of luck this weekend. NFL video out as well, so make sure you go check that out, and we'll see you next week.
3: Hey, thanks for checking out our videos.
1: If you want more expert advice on
3: DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. Going on Rotor <laughs> Grinders, Dean here. at Dean seventy nine oh four. If you want to get all technical I mean, it's five twenty in the East Coast, two twenty in the West Coast, four twenty Tennessee time. Of course, i'm at this time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. And joining me today, it's a it's a fully flustered. It's Grant Neefer. What's going on, dude?
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't generally get flustered, but oh boy, things have come at me real quick in the last ten minutes.
1: Life is fast.
4: And then, literally four seconds ago, Bradley Beal gets ruled out. And I have to change things. And yeah, my life is
3: a mess. As of 10 minutes ago, it was perfect. <laughs> you got the issues with like the uh, the temperature, I believe, in your house. That's why you had to move your computer, move your laptop at the last second. We appreciate that. Uh, and then I got a blue screen of death on
4: the way up here. Everything, everything is
3: ridiculous. Well, that's great to hear. So maybe you're saying I might potentially be flying solo soon enough.
4: Yeah, screw you. No, it should be fine. <laughs> it was, I don't know why. It wasn't a blue screen of death. It was a blue screen that looks exactly like it. Why they would put it that way to freak people out? I have no idea,
3: dude. I have I'm not the guy to ask either. I don't know about the blue screen of death. I I got a Mac, so I get the spinning wheel death. Is that the same? Is that basically the same same concept? Same concept, yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's a ten gamer today, Grant. And like you said, there's a lot of body parts that are sort of in and sort of out. And who could have seen Bradley Beal not playing again? He just doesn't. It's like spoiler alert: Cat's going to be questionable tomorrow, and then he's not going to play. That's yeah,
4: yeah. And Beal, like, <laughs> Beal fools me more than Cat. Cat, I just pretty much, like, yeah, nope. Always going to happen. Cat will always be questionable and always not play for at least the next probably month. I'm not going to be surprised if he doesn't come back to the All Star break just because of how much they hate me.
3: We got an announcement, Grant. Uh, YouTube, we're back on YouTube. And uh, if we get 175 likes, 175 likes on YouTube, uh, we're, at, we're out of jail there. Uh, we get crunch time for free today so just hit the like button and we'll go seamlessly into crunch time later on of course crunch time is a uh, roth who hosts the show along with jsu and meansy to take you guys all up the lock answer as many questions as possible and they will dissect the almost guaranteed late breaking news that we don't get to because we'll be out of here and off the air in about 57 minutes give or take grant so uh great give me the best sales pitch why should the people smash caress do do something to the like button that was good enough wasn't it I think that was pretty strong
4: yeah um First of all, you're getting free whatever, crunch time. So that's obviously a giant freebie. You want yeah. that. It helps us out. If we're giving you free content, you like and subscribe us more, we give more free content, it's that simple. Um, and you know exactly when these videos are coming out. If you subscribe, you get alerts. Or all you have to do is go to your YouTube app and if you're subscribed to us, you can just look down at every single video we put out really easily and simply. It's that. like. Makes your life easier. Makes our life better. Makes your life better. It's good on all sides. So
3: like it and subscribe. Do they get the uh, the monkey knife fight videos as well? Is that, is that going to be? A, oh, there you go. I think there's another one that came out today. There you go. So Give pop. us a tease. Give us a little tease
4: as far as what's in there. Um, do you recall? <laughs> I, I do recall. It was some more or lesses, some rapid fires that I think have a huge advantage. I put. I think a few of them I maxed out the total amount of money I can put on them.
3: So uh, we got man going well. Actually, me here in the chat, he's saying basically, "Cat's uh, expected back." Yeah, I know they keep saying Cat's expected back, and he keeps not playing. But uh, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Maybe he comes back. We shall see. Stay tuned on that. I don't know if you ever watched How I Met Your Mother. No, uh,
4: but no. All right, well, it was <laughs> Carrie Underwood was on and it. and kept she kept leading on Ted. That's exactly what this is. It's never going to happen, but maybe it's oh,
3: eventually yeah. what she yeah. I don't watch. I watch better comedy starring Tim Allen. That's a callback to a previous conversation oh, on another oh, show. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it was. Uh, it we has do want to give a shout out. There. We're incentivizing <laughs> the people even more, Grant. Uh, if you rock the RG badge these days, of course, if you rock the RG badge and you finish in the top ten of certain contests, you get one month free of Rotogrinder's Premium. Those that have done so in the last what day or so, give or take, uh, we're going to give the shout outs to. That will be Sports Manic. Dalton Taylor 08, Mark G 529, EH 103, Niner 7, Halter. And then, of course, you have high stake lightweight. Are you typing in the chat? I hear some typing going on. Yeah, sorry.
4: I need to I need move my keyboard over. Uh, yeah, again, in all the all the
3: craziness, I didn't have my normal setup. Do you want to hear some body parts? No, but I will allow it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Bradley Beal, the body part of the leg, and he so he can't play tonight. That just broke before the show. Uh, Davis Bertans expected back tonight with his quad, so that's kind of sort of something interesting. Uh, Sacramento is an absolute disaster, and they play late, so that's going to be fun to try to figure out. Rashad Holmes is still out with his shoulder. Bogdan Bogdanovich has an ankle, so he can't play. Uh, midday downgrade for Nemanja Bielitsa, so he's questionable with an ankle. And Marvin Bagley is questionable as well, so that entire front is going to be an absolute disaster uh orlando dj augustine's out with his knee aaron gordon's got a calf he's questionable the knicks uh julius Randle's out for personal reasons dsj is out with an oblique and marcus morris is doubtful with his neck uh paul george he's got a hamstring so he can't play uh anthony davis is a butt so he's not playing tonight Mm -hmm. that's a big one obviously uh indiana sabonis is questionable with his knee brogdon's questionable with his back temple's out with his knee I've seen Draymond questionable, and he's also not on the injury report, so maybe he's probable now. Stay tuned on that one. It's Golden State. Uh, I know they talked about some guys playing tonight, some guys playing tomorrow. Uh, I think Russell's playing tomorrow. He's um, yeah, he's not playing tonight. Uh, Bowman's playing tonight. He's not playing tomorrow. Not that, that one matters so much. Just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, that is the body parts, and uh, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun slate, Grant. You ready to dive in and break it down game, game by game? Is there certain body parts you're kind of keeping an eye on? You want the for further clarification, Sacramento obviously. Bealids
4: is the main guy, uh, just because. Like, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's obviously a later game, like everything else. I have a decent lean one way or another, but uh, that's the one that's really, really could change things a bit. And I guess, like with Lakers game being late, it offers you some decent value or some decent pivots later on. So. It'll be
3: more important later on in the night. You know what time the Laker game locks on DK? What time? Uh, well, this is Central Time, a uh, Tennessee time, eight forty-five. We've never seen it before, have we?
4: Well, you know what time the Pelicans
3: game locks? Yeah, well, the Pelicans one is funky too, right? Seven fifteen. Yeah, so I assume that's a double header on ESPN. That's that sort of my thought process. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, that could potentially be it. Yeah, that that would make sense there. I'm guessing that's what's going down there as far. I mean, I don't know why ESPN would book New Orleans and well, I guess New York big market, and they probably did this before Zion was out. I don't know how long, how far out they booked these things. But all right, uh, only one game, ten gamer tonight, and only one game uh, six o'clock. Well, six o'clock Central Time, seven o'clock as far as East Coast. I should know East Coast. That's what everybody goes by. I know you're not East Coast, but you, you, you've uh, you've been on the West Coast your whole life. You know better. You know like to speak in East Coast time, right?
4: Yeah, I either speak in East Coast or West Coast time. Um, even though I'm in mountain. Like those are the two easiest ones.
3: Yeah, if you're gonna power rank mountain is clearly fourth. Nobody cares about that mountain time. Ah, so I think Earth. it's
4: still better than central. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the beta voice about what and two. Is
4: and we got Colorado. Well, we got Phoenix for half the year.
3: <laughs> yeah. Isn't there one state that doesn't do time zones? Is, it, Arizona. is that Arizona? Yeah, okay, it's Arizona, right? All right. Uh, well, just... they don't
4: do daylight savings time.
3: Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, that's sort of like one of the same. Uh, Atlanta and the Wizards, 240. That is a massive number, Grant. So 10 gamer, not all games are created equal. This one's definitely, certainly interesting for sure. And if we just the news that Beale's going to be out, Washington is what, a, a one point dog here? So it's high, it's tight. Uh, Atlanta, one point favorite here on the road versus Washington. We saw Washington was an absolute disaster last time out with their, uh, I think they had nine bodies available. Uh, who was the chalk that blew up on our face? Jordan McRae just barely got any run. A lot of stars didn't get any run. I think Mahimi got cut short as well too plenty. Let's talk about the Atlanta side first. All the studs are playing basically with the exceptional like Houston, but you know, you get, you got Giannis, you got, Le- you got LeBron, especially without uh, AD. you got Kawhi without George. Uh, we got Luka Doncic and then there's Trey Young, you know, who's a really good fantasy stud of nothing else. And it's a great matchup here against Washington. Is like where does he fall in the rankings of all like uh, all the studs tonight?
4: He might be my first. Oh, which like I'm not just talking about just based on raw points. Like Cash, I think you're better off with the other two guys. But in terms of tournaments, like Trey has just as much upside, literally just as much upside as Luca or as LeBron in a normal matchup. He gets a matchup going up against Washington. He's 2K cheaper than Luca. Like this is an absolute smash spot here for Trey. I love him. The problem is he's still going to be fairly chalky. Um, I'm still waiting for the most updated ownership here, but he. Is
3: I don't just, think he will be. For the record, maybe I'm wrong. But he I don't got impacted
4: 30 on DK.
3: Okay, then maybe I'm wrong. Never I don't think be no. that high.
4: Like I don't think I didn't think it was going to be that high either. But I think it's just the fact that they put up an 80 point game in the last game. So. And like, Washington. He, yeah, it's yeah Washington obviously not. like he might get some isaiah thomas defense how would that be
3: well so it's funny i was looking at the drpm stuff today the, the defensive real plus minus and uh for point guard specifically and yeah, Trey young is one of the worst in absolute basketball and it2 is one of the worst as well so those are like the two worst defensive uh point guards in all of basketball best by the way just throwing it out there uh chris dunn there you go shout out chris dunn uh both of them do a good job defensively from a guard perspective uh, yeah, and uh, Thomas is kind of, sort of, somewhat interesting because he's been an absolute disaster lately, and for a multitude of reasons, getting ejected and uh, doing goofy things. Uh, he's just been bad. It's just been much better, of course. And there's no real future for Isaiah Thomas and Washington when they're theoretically uh-huh. good again. He's probably not going to be in that team, but his price is way down, so I guess he's kind of, sort of, somewhat interesting. He can get it going for 25 minutes against Atlanta. But talk to me about the, about Young Herter. Kind of disappointing last time out, but still certainly playable. Collins, another great spot here against Washington, and you know I, I was thinking people are just going to pay up for LeBron first, just because there's no AD, maybe Kawhi, depending on, and of course everything's lineup construction. But yeah, absolutely, Trey Young is a great play as well. Uh, give me your take as far as the rest of the Hawks, and pivot over to the Wizards because that's going to be a fun conversation.
4: Yeah, no, it's a little bit interesting with the rest of the Hawks here. I mean, obviously Collins in this spot, Washington terrible at rebounding, terrible at defense, number one in pace. I really like John Collins in this spot too. I have no problem playing both of them. Like we've seen this multiple times before in different teams here where we have guys priced up to about the same amount and two guys can absolutely go off. They're taking up all the usage and it's an absolute perfect spot for both these guys. So over on the Hawks, it's very clearly Trey Young and it's very clearly Collins for me outside of them, like trying to figure out the ancillary pieces. I think that Len is probably a little bit too cheap over on Vanduil, probably a little bit too high priced over on DK. So he's in play, but realistically you could have 10 guys that are underpriced on FanDuel and so I'm probably just crossing him out. Bembry, Jones, like maybe Herter would be the next guy I would look at and it's not really a great spot, but it's just the way that the slate can end up turning out where if you want to throw him in on an extra, uh, for an extra guy in a game stack here, it's not the worst idea in the world because outside of Collins and uh, Trey, there's no one else you really want to play on this uh, Atlanta team. So if you want to fall on game stack, I hope that goes to overtime. It's be close. It's not the worst idea in the world. Over on the Washington side, obviously, but McRae ends up getting a big boost without feeling it. Yes, I know that he did disappoint a little bit the other night, but it doesn't matter. He's going to put up a boatload of shots in all likelihood in a matchup like this. So McRae is very much in play here and a good play. Ish Smith is the interesting one. Like, I don't know. It's it's such a good matchup. He could end up crushing here. He could not. I'm not entirely on board with him. I think I'd rather play Isaiah Thomas just because of the <laughs> price tag here. Especially, like I know it sounds terrible, but where I said it's against Trey Young. Like if we're game log watchers are going to be like, no, no way, absolutely not happening. But if he gets 15 points, he's not going to kill you. He's had tough matchups: going up against Orlando, going up against Boston, going up against Denver, going up against Orlando, getting kicked out of the Portland game, <laughs> going up against Miami. He's had horrible. Horrible spots in the last week and a half here. And he's down to 3,900. We don't really know what Washington's going to do half the time. Without Beal in there, like, there's a lot of potential that Thomas could just end up chucking, especially if he's got Trey Young guarding him here. So I hate to say it, but he's going to be low on He's a good play on the slate every
3: you'll probably get kicked out in the first minute and just <laughs> so Bertans talk to me about Bertans because he's getting back in the rotation tonight. Limited I, minutes is
4: the main thing.
3: Okay. Do we have a, a report on that? Because I'm, I, I see our projected minutes at 28. literally just
4: came out. Man, okay. Literally a lot. Um, we'll okay. come off the bench and have a restriction as of nine minutes ago.
3: So around 20 or so seems like a reasonable guess and probably not enough that the roster basically is the, the most important thing to say. And I, I agree. I think you could go back to McRae for sure. Uh, this game should just be, you know, just a monster number as far as the total. We, don't, I think it's not, it's gotta be the highest total on the board. Is it not 240? I would presume. So yeah. and like, like you said, it's supposed to be tight as well. And we saw, you know, the wizards get absolutely blown off the court last game and Atlanta's just not as talented the team. Yeah. You know, they're not the kind of team that's going to blow anybody out. That just doesn't happen. I suppose it's possible. They're all professionals, yada, yada, yada. But you know, it, it's the least likely chance the game blow out uh, according to Vegas, the, the, the way the spread is currently, uh, Mahimi is kind of sorta of somewhat interesting, but like especially like FanDuel specific, where you only, only roster one big man. Uh Mahimi, I think he played ten minutes last time out. We've also seen him have ceiling games of late too. And you know, just Portis is going to be so popular. Deadman is kind of interesting. Howard, of course, is interesting. Mitchell Robinson's interesting. Uh there's and if you want to spend up at center on Fandle, like you can only roster one of these guys, like Gobert is well positioned too. Uh so I, I just think Mahimi just like totally gets lost in the shuffle that I suppose if you're You know, firing out tournaments and you're making 50 lineups, you can put them like one or two or something like that. But Portis is such a clearly better play. Uh, Deadman may become a better play. Who knows? But uh, you got anything else this game that we should talk about? We spent a lot of time on it. But again, out of the 10
4: There's a few cross offs spots. So I'm not worried about time. But Troy Brown Jr., like, he's probably not that far behind McRae in terms of like a guy you can throw in there. We've seen massive games out of him recently in certain spots and this is obviously a good spot here. So I don't I don't mind him at all. And he's probably gonna go very low owned over on DK.
3: Yeah. Uh McCray of course their best fantasy appointment or player outside of Beale, but besides that, then it goes down to Mahimi, but his minutes are kinda like hard to predict. Then Bert is just in limited minutes. And Isaiah Thomas has been pretty good fantasy appointment of the season, but like we just there's been some goofiness happening with him. He can't wait to stay on the court but point nine and change and then Brown at 0.93 as well. Uh, I suppose we shall move on uh, the Knicks at home versus New Orleans. And again, understand if you're doing late swap stuff, I assume these times are the same for like Yahoo. Of course, you're playing on Fanduel and, and Fantasy Draft. You're just locked in for the night. And that's a whole different strategy build. But uh, this is 7:15 on the East Coast, apparently. Uh, New York versus New Orleans, 227 and a half is a total New York, is a five-point dog here. Of course, there's no Drew Holiday in this game. Uh, as far as New York, Randall is out, DSJ is out, and Morris is doubtful. I presume he's not going to play. Uh, let's, well, Bobby Portis on Fandle, like that's, if you're playing cash, I assume every model is spitting him out because whatever reason they just decided not to move his price. So what do you, he's different elsewhere, 6.4 K on DK, that definitely makes you think, and you know, it's a conversation obviously, but, uh, talking about Portis on Fandle. And again, I just ran off a bunch of cheap guys on Fandle that can beat him. It wouldn't surprise me. His own teammate, Mitchell Robinson can beat him, especially, you know, his stocks, he can get seven, eight and nine at any given night. But how do you handle good old Bobby Portis, FanDuel specifically?
4: I mean, it's center eligibility. He's going to be close to – he's probably going to be around 40%. I get he's super cheap, but there's all – he can get into foul trouble. You can just have a rough game. Any number of things can happen here. But smart play is probably – like you absolutely play him in cash, but depending on the size of the tournament and how heavy – top heavy the payout is, I'm probably – I'd probably fade him. Um, any – like – he gets 30 points. It's not going to destroy you. There's any number of guys that are going to be cheap. Like, realistically, I'm not going to be surprised if Deadman ends up scoring him. If B Elites ends up being ruled out, but. And Bagley. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's so many different things that can happen on the slate. If he's going to be close to 40% ownership at a position where you only have one guy to roster there, I think that's a decent call to just entirely avoid him mm-hmm. in big field tournaments with top heavy payouts like a lot of them over. FanDuel are over on DK. He's an all right play. He's not a great play. Like I think I prefer other guys in this game here. Um, probably would rather go with Peyton. This is a revenge game as he has revenge <laughs> with many, ga- many different teams. But like, even though we don't know how many minutes he's going to end up getting here, it's magic versus Pe- uh, the Pelicans. It's going to be very, very high paced game here. Like it should be a lot of points scored. And, Peyton, like, sitting there at 6'3 has a little bit of upside. The problem is there's a lot of guys in the 6K range that probably have more. So going with him, going with Barrett is the worst idea in the world. Like, I'm just surprised at how little interest. I don't have a lot of interest in Bullock. Maybe that's because I'm playing IT2. But that's probably not a smart move either.
3: Well, he's also kind of terrible. Yeah, like, Bullock, honestly, but It's Bullock. He changed his name. I'm not just thinking. <laughs> that's the announcers are calling him now. Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Yeah, He can hit threes, but he doesn't do much else. 0.7 fantasy points. He Bullocks the ball? (laughs) Well, no, he's not. You're thinking of Mitchell Robinson. (laughs) No, he hits the other guy. Yes. (laughs) You're thinking (laughs) of Bobby Portis. (laughs) He he (laughs) literally punches the
4: other guy. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I I just – like all the Knicks are fine, but no one really stands out as a great play here. Barrett, I don't really want to play him at that ownership over on DK – Portis, again, don't want to play him in that ownership over on FanDuel. Like, none of these guys are great plays here. Realistically, I'd probably rather go with some guys on the other end.
3: Yeah, I pulled up our ownership, and obviously, you know, we're an hour and 20 minutes out, and the ownership is going to change, and there's, there's news breaking at all times. So it's going to get closer and closer. Uh, the closer we get to lock, the more refined this becomes, the more accurate it becomes. We have Barrett right now at 30% on, on DK, and that does surprise me. Um, and that's just a salary and a matchup thing. He's going to play 30 minutes or so. And you mentioned Elf should play. We have projected for 29. That seems like a reasonable number. Uh, Knox is like minimum salary basically everywhere, and he's projected for 26 minutes. And you know he's uh, you know not good. He might be good one day. He's not good. All we care about in daily fantasy is today, and today he's not very good. But he can, in theory, pay off that salary. He's done it before. I think Mitch Robb is certainly interesting for tournaments. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he somehow outscored Portis. Uh, of course, Portis. Uh, you know the models are going to tell you to play him for sure, and he makes a lot of sense, especially on Fando 11, but was he $14 on Yahoo, which is fine as well. It's a pretty solid price actually. Uh, how about New Orleans? I think Ingram is, I don't, Is Ingram's not like a star, but like without Holiday, his rates are definitely going to spike And this matchup against New York. Perfectly fine. It's just, you know, we live in a world of a salary cap. How much are you prioritizing a guy like Ingram and anybody else there on New Orleans?
4: I like Ingram. I don't absolutely love it. It's all going to depend on how lineup build ends up going out, but, As of right now, it's just an all right play. It's not a great play. He could end up crushing this spot. Like, without Drew in there, it's, I mean, we've seen him crush before recently. um, He's clearly better than he was last season. And this is almost the same team that we had with the Lakers last season after LeBron went out whenever Kuzma was injured. Like, we have a decent sample size of what this team is like in the current starting lineup. So, Ingram, the problem is he's too expensive. I really like ball, though. Like, I really like Lonzo Ball. We currently have him pegged at 2% over on DraftKings, 12% over on FanDuel, where he's way, way too cheap over on FanDuel. I really like him in this matchup. I think he has massive upside here. Knicks are an interesting team. Like, without Randall in there, without without uh, Morrison there. Like, they have been very good at not giving up points in the paint throughout the season, but we don't know exactly how that's going to be different without these guys in the paint. So it's going to be a different Knicks team to an extent. I don't know if it'll change too much, though. In any case, it's a good matchup for both Ball and Ingram here. I don't mind Hart. I don't mind JJ. I don't mind Favors. Favors is the one that worries me most most just because, like, of how Knicks have been in the paint. But, like, Ball and Ingram should absolutely destroy here.
3: Yeah, I liked him. It's just, like you say, it's lineup construction. And I did want to say also for a site like Yahoo or a site like DK – you know, there is something to be said for backloading tonight because you can definitely re- get rewarded for backloading if, if, if you know, injuries fall your way, especially from the Sacramento side. So, like, as much as I like pieces in that Atlanta-Washington game, if you lock yourself in at certain spots, it might hurt your flexibility later. Now, of course, if Young puts up 70 points, you're happy to be locked in, right? Uh, if he puts up 49, it's like, eh, well, I wish I had some flexibility. Uh, all right, anything guys, else? Guys, like,
4: like over on YouTube.
3: It's Cool. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, we should mention, I guess if we get the 175, 175 likes, you guys just joining us right now, you get crunch time for free, which is normally a premium show. It will, this show will seamlessly transition right into that show. It's one Kevin Roth. It's JSU. the deep the piece of aunt. And it's Andy means, uh, who writes the excellent premium article five days a week. Uh, yeah. 175. We don't want to keep mentioning it either. So like, if we get the 175, we'll, we'll stop. You know, yeah, we have no reason to mention it. We'll stop derailing the show, you know. We'll derail the show for other reasons, but not for mentioning the um, the likes and things of that sort. We're moving on, right? Mm-hmm. My, Miami Heat versus Brooklyn, 217 is the total. They're four-point favorites. I meant to mention, I didn't get him in the body parts, but Winslow is already hurt again. He had, a, he had a setback, so he's not available anymore. Not that that changes anything too much. He only put, like, what, 15 or 20 minutes last time out. This is one of those games, Grant, where you kind of said, like, you know, uh, it's going down. You can absolutely pl- – I'm not here to discourage uh, besmirch Butler. I'm not here to besmirch Autobio. They're perfectly fine plays. One of these guards probably gets there. I suppose Dragic is the best chance. But I don't know if I need anything in the Miami side. Dinwiddie's perfectly fine as well. We've seen, you know, Levert is back. The weird thing they're doing with Levert is, like, they held him back. You know, he came back from injury. It was a finger. It wasn't, like, his durability. It was his finger. His legs are fine. And he played, what, 22 minutes in chains. They went into overtime. He didn't play a minute in overtime. I've seen nothing as far as his minutes restriction getting released or uh, unleashed, I guess. Maybe he plays 26, 27, 28 minutes. Maybe. I don't know. That's probably ambitious. I don't get it, but, you know, that's what's going down. Uh, Long story short, this game is whatever. You can play some Dinwiddie. You can play Bam. You can play Butler, but I don't think I'm getting them much.
4: Yeah, that's basically it. You can play Butler. You can play Bam. You can play Dinwiddie they can play Drogic just because they'll occasionally put up a massive game but this is not really the spot where you really want to do that like it's strictly Bam and Butler just because their potential upside everything else like nothing nothing really makes that much sense like it from a logical standpoint outside of potentially ownership no one from a number standpoint makes that much sense like it looks like Nunn's getting a lot of ownership. I don't really understand that. I get Allen can occasionally have a big game. He can also get in foul trouble. He can also put up a giant dud. There's also ten other guys at around the same price range that are just as good, if not better, plays. So, I yeah, I really have no interest in anyone for this game.
3: Yeah, uh, San Antonio, Memphis, two thirty and a half is the total. Memphis is a one point favorite, so this one's high. This one's tight. Um. Yeah, I feel like I should like more here. What, 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 what are your thoughts? Give me your general thoughts as far as San Antonio and Memphis.
4: I mean, it's pretty much the same time. Every, every single time with San Antonio, just to different degrees. I like DeRozan. I like Aldridge. How much? It entirely depends on the matchup. And There's a matchup going up against Memphis with a high total. Expected to stay close here. Both of them could have a big game. I would play one or the other in a lineup just like I do every single night. All, LMA had a nice little stretch where he was putting up big outings every single time. And then he's kind of slowed down a little bit in the last three games. Rosen, on the other hand, comes into this game in good form. It's a pop. You never know if he's going to screw us over. Looking at Murray, Murray's not really a guy that's going to offer you enough upside for him to really pay off, because we don't know how much he's actually going to end up playing. Well, we do know. We don't know if there's any possibility at all of him getting into the 30 minutes, which I really, really doubt that he will. Lonnie Walker doesn't really interest me. Like, Forbes, Potl, Gay, none of these guys really interest me on this slate. So it's literally just LMA and it's Derozan, And over on the other side, like, San Antonio has been good versus big, so it gets Valanchunas mostly off my radar, although he can crush at any given time. Jackson always has some upside, but he's priced at 7.1K. You don't really want to take the risk on that. makes a little bit of sense in tournaments just because of his ownership, but it's not overwhelmingly good. Like This is a, this is a very high-total game with two teams that are projected to stay close, and I just don't have a ton of interest outside of LMA and Rosen. If you really want to get to a game stack, that's fine. But who else are you going to throw in, like Morant? That's fine. He might get you forty. He's seven K. I'd rather go with Alonzo Ball ten out of ten times. So there's just no real interest in the game for me.
3: We I just had a refresh on our ownership by the way, and Triple J is point two five percent projected owned right now on DK. I don't know if that's a mistake. Like I don't think it should be. It's much
4: absolutely going to be higher, but oh,
3: lower than five. Yeah. Yeah,
4: and what are the like we at that ownership? Yeah, if he goes for forty, it's fine. There's gonna be multiple other guys that go for forty though, so it's not gonna give you a huge advantage. Like you'll probably get it compared to like LMA will go for forty and it's three hundred dollars more expensive, so it gives you a slight price decrease. But there's really not a like I don't see fifty point upside in this one unless it goes to OT, which is. The only reason I would incorporate him into my lives, if he stays out of foul trouble and goes to OT, I'm stacking up the game with LMA, with Triple J, and with probably one other guy that's tough to figure out.
3: You mentioned LMA, by the way, as far as him getting, seeing ceiling games of late. You know why? Because I've been talking about this one too. Dude finally figured out three is greater than two. Like throughout his entire career, he took those 18-foot you know, fadeaway jump shots or whatever. Yeah,
4: FYI, how many threes do you think he uh, put up last time he faced Memphis?
3: against Memphis specifically I don't know but I can tell you last I can tell you he's been shooting threes more in, the, in this season than it has an entire career and more of late in the last like 10 games than he has his, his entire career because basically his entire career he would shoot like point four, point five uh threes per 36 minutes and this year I think it's like 2.6 2.7 and last I checked it was like 5 per 36 in the last like 7 games dude's been chucking but how about against Memphis specifically
4: it was 5 right on Yeah, right on. yeah. yeah. he also had 60 points in that game. He had 30 in the first quarter.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he, his ceiling is, is raised now, especially again DK We get that three-point bonus as well. Fantasy draft also. Uh, from a DVA perspective, uh, defenses were arch- archetype, best matchup on the board for the aforementioned Triple J, who may be like 1% owned. Just throwing it out there. Uh, guys, we, like
4: and subscribe over on the YouTube channel. Go on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are
3: we not at the 175 just yet? Is that what's going on? No,
4: apparently last time I said we got 30. They're like uptick. So, guys, just go ahead and get to 175 so it can stop.
3: Well, so you'll stop interrupting me and in, in saying that every three minutes?
4: I'll stop. So I won't stop. I will stop interrupting you. I'll stop saying it.
3: <laughs> you'll interrupt me for something else. Fair enough. Noted. Uh, and I, I agree. You can play to Rosen for sure. And the Rosen's got a great DVA matchup as well, too. It's currently the, just the second best matchup in all basketball here uh, against Memphis. And Jay Crowder is another guy who's just sort of all over the place. I don't really know when to project Crowder's going to have a good game. I just don't have a read on it. I just throw my hands up, but he's no, sort it
4: before in the past. Him of random runs of like five or six games where he goes off and then goes entirely into hiding again for a long period of time. So it's just an aberration.
3: I'm not really playing on it. Playing when when it. you do say, by the way, the like, and subscribe, you should clarify and say, well, here's your incentive to do so. You don't just tell. Yeah. Get free crunch time guys. Wait, you don't just tell somebody to do something. It's like, like, well, why? What, what? My hands are. Um, if I'm more why authoritative, people will listen to me more.
4: Dean. It's real simple.
3: You have that baritone, like you're saying that I don't have that kind of authoritative type You voice.
4: shall not pass.
3: <laughs> All right, I won't pass. you uh, got anything else here that's worth talking about, or shall we move on? Let's move on. Pacers. That are good games. Pacers and Bulls, that's a thriller. 214.5 is the total. The Pacers are currently uh, three-point favorites. Uh, we had Sabonis come back, and then he's questionable again, and Brogdon's questionable still. Do we have anything new on this or is this sort of still kind of up in the air? As it's far still as kind works? of up
4: in the air. We should be getting it.
3: Do you want point. to give me some if then stuff? Because huh? give me some if then stuff as far as if then. The
4: so if Sabonis is out and Brogdon plays, I love Brogdon. I love Warren. I really love miles Turner. All of them are way too underpriced. You run court IQ with Sabonis off the floor. edges averages for just 46 per 36. Turner averages 40 per 36. Um, it's just really simple. And Warren, Averages 34, but he's just a guy that I see upside from occasionally, and this is not a terrible matchup. It's not a great matchup, but it's not a terrible matchup. If Brogdon is out and Sabonis plays, Sabonis is in play, and that's pretty much it. If both of them are playing, Sabonis is still in play, mostly just for cash. You're not going to see a ceiling game out of him. But, yeah, that's basically it. Like, Sabonis is the bigger piece of, like, what to do. Like, Brogdon, if Brogdon plays, it mostly just relies on, all right, Brogdon's in play. But he doesn't really have a major effect on the other guys. It's the bonus is the one that matters. And if the bonus is out, massive, massive boost to Turner, Brogdon, Warren. I still don't think that many people are going to be on him.
3: Uh yeah, I mean the front court there for Indiana's got a better shot against, to succeed against Chicago. Chicago pretty solid defensively, like we said. But if you're gonna get to him, you're probably gonna get to him via inside. Um what else? Oh yeah, so you mentioned Warren. I know this is daily fantasy sports and all we care about is today, but just circle your calendars. Do you still have a calendar? I don't know. But yeah, you it's do, called
4: a uh, calendar app.
3: Oh well, how do you circle that? I don't
4: know, I'm trying to look and see if there's actually a calendar in here. Yeah, I think well, you you put some a reminder
3: on there and it circles it. I think it's March where the Heat play the Pacers, but I think did uh, Jimmy Butler might murder and <laughs> TJ Warren on the court. He's not pleased with him. He's either going to get ejected in the first minute or he's going to put up like seventy on him. Just throwing it out there. I'm not sure if you saw his quotes the other night. He's not a fan.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's more Warren is gonna try and murder Butler, but Good luck and he's not going then he's
3: just gonna die. <laughs> uh as far as the Bulls, are we excited about the Daniel Daniel Galford uh drawing the starts? Not terribly at his price tag,
4: just no. Um too many other good centers on the slate, maybe he's a little bit more play in FanDuel, but still not a great play there. I I just don't really have any interest in him like I don't really have a whole lot of interest in most guys. I think the guy that I have the most amount of interest in is probably going to be marketing. Uh, he gets a bit of a boost without uh, Carter in there. He's a guy that has upside name given matchup. matchup. This isn't a good matchup. Like it's not an easy defensive matchup. It's not going to be a high scoring game here. There's not a whole lot to love on the Chicago end. that young, probably still fine, but not great. Like, it's Levine and marketing offer you upside. Saturansky occasionally will offer you upside, but he's a little too high pri- priced on DK. It's just Levine because it's always Levine and marketing because of the matchup, because of the injuries, and that's it.
3: Yeah, Levine's another one of those guys. It's just going to be it's a ten game slate. He's just going to be lost on it. We have a currently projected of four percent on DK. The most the most projected guy that we're seeing. This again, this is projections for ownership, and it may change with new news coming in. But as of right now. Marken at 9%, Sadoransky at 9%, Sabonis at 4%. We don't know if he's playing just yet. Brogdon at 2%. Brogdon's like 5'8 uh, on FanDuel, I believe. But And I also think if he comes back, he probably doesn't play like 32 minutes, so maybe he gets there in 28 or something like that. And, again, not a great matchup. Uh, we talked about how Dunn is a really solid defender. Chicago, you know, not the the best matchup there. Uh, you got anything else this game that's worth talking about? You mentioned Young, and I, I suppose Young can get there as well, and people are probably going to be off him, but they will be off everything. Uh, in this game, for the most part, as we just talked about, or shall we? Uh, shall we move on from Chicago and Indiana? On to the next one. O town and Phoenix, two seventeen is the total. Phoenix is a four point favorite. Um, well, Orlando, we got in out, and we have Gordon is questionable. What if Gordon doesn't play? Like, do we care about like Birch, like T. Ross, Book against Phoenix? Well, you want Aiton in there. You want Aiton in there defending Vuka if you're Vukovic if you have Vukovic shares. And I don't know if they're going to keep doing this nonsense with starting Baines alongside Aiton. I don't think that's working. I can't imagine that's something that they're going to do long term. Aiton is a five. They're playing him at the four. Um, and Aiton's a dreadful defender. That Was kind of the point I was getting at as well. I'd rather if I'm if I'm playing Vuk, I want him going up against uh, Aiton and not Baines. Uh, the Orlando side. If Gordon's out, how much do we care?
4: I mean, you care a little bit. It's a good matchup for uh, for my, or Orlando. I can't remember which which city it was. Uh, it's a good matchup for Orlando going up against Phoenix. It's a pace-up matchup here. Like, they're not a great defensive team. Everything kind of grades out well for Vooch, and he's probably going to be one of my favorite plays of the Magic. Van Ross is expected to get a decent amount of ownership. If Gordon's out, then, yeah, Birch, West are both fine plays, but they don't stand out off the page that much. So it's a little bit rough to go with that. Like Fultz at his price tag, at his current minutes, not terrible, not great. Like he's a good play, not great. Uh, Fournier, like it's probably the guy that I'm going to be most interested in. Maybe he runs a little bit of time at the point. He Maybe he gets a few extra minutes here because of the injuries, like a lot of different things going to end up happening where Fournier and Vooch are really the only two I'm looking at. Everyone's going to go to Terrence Ross. And I just don't have a huge desire to do it. Yes, he's put up a few decent games recently, but still not the greatest idea in the world to go with him if he's going to end up being chalky. Uh, it's just that simple. Like, he stands out as a decent point-per-dollar play. It's just if the ownership's going to be on him, it's not really worth
3: it. I'm seeing Ross projected at 20% on DK, and that that does surprise me. Uh, as far as Fanduel specifically, I imagine that's different. Uh, where I think is, it's 2%
4: well, over on fanduel
3: yeah okay it, it, it's it's a tighter cap on dk than it is on fanduel i'm sure if uh, people have figured that out as they're kind of piecing things together and we talked about all the cheapies as far as the centers on fanduel and that's going to leave bukovic 7% owned and i yeah i don't think it's going to be any higher than that because people are going to play portis uh, people may play deadman uh they're probably going to play they might play one of the lakers centers um there's just other places to go. It seems like a really strong spot to save some salary. Or if they're spending up, they might spend even higher to a guy like Gobert. Uh, so, yeah, you can definitely play Vukovic in tournaments. Uh, and then they, Oh, what do you have for me as far as the Phoenix side? We've seen Booker in great form. Uh, if you want to comp him to a guy like McCray, obviously much different. Similar skill set, I suppose, but Booker's better. But they kind of do the same things. We saw how McCray was sort of shut down on the other side. Of course, he was hit by a loss of minutes because that team as a whole was an absolute disaster. Booker's been in good form of late. Probably my favorite spend-up here on the Phoenix side. But, again, if I'm prioritizing spend-ups tonight, Grant, I don't think Booker's one of them. Uh, Not saying you can't do it. I just don't think most people will. And he can put up 60. Sure, why not? What do you have for me as far as the Suns?
4: I mean, yeah, Booker's the interesting one here. Obviously, he's been getting a whole lot more shot attempts as of recently. In the last two weeks, he's put up an average of over 20. He's only had under 19. or under 20 once, and he had 19 there. So the shot attempts are there. He's been a little bit hot on the floor recently, shooting over 50% almost every single game here. I don't expect that entirely to continue going up against Orlando. We haven't seen a massive volume of shot in any given game outside against the Knicks, and that was just a little bit of a weird scenario there. It's a spot where he's probably not going to go much over 20 shot attempts because of the pace of the game. It's a spot where the more likely scenario is that he has a off shooting game because of the matchup, because of how good they are defensively. The interesting thing is the fact that he's 4% out or probably going to be yeah. 4% owned. There's a lot of guys on the slate. If that ownership, if Jemino still hasn't pegged around that ownership closer to lock, or if you need to pivot to a lower owned guy, Booker's absolutely a fantastic guy. But I wouldn't have him in my lineups too much. As of right now, it's more of a pivot later on. If I'm if I'm struggling a little bit, I need to do something a little bit different in the later games. It's it, that's that's the reason you use him. That's the reason why you pivot off of other guys to him. But as of right now, like he's just an all right play. Rubio with Booker taking up a whole bunch more shot attempts. I don't expect a whole lot of Rubio. Not using Uber in a slower paced game here. Aiton, there's a lot of center options. His price tag's probably about where it should be. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not expecting a massive ceiling game out of him here. So he's a guy that's probably going to draw enough ownership where I'm not going to play him. It's really just Booker for me in the spot because of the matchup and because he's just a decent pivot.
3: Do want to hit it once more? If you guys uh, like, subscribe. Just like we get 175 likes, that is our goal today. You get crunch time today for free. That's one Andy means. That's JSU. That's Roth. This stream will seamlessly go right into that. Well, they go take, take a second or maybe eight minutes or so, give or take. Some fun music and probably a video, maybe Grant's Monkey Night Fight video. We playing in between something with that, be keeping you guys entertained. I don't know. Devin I just liked show. it, Dean. Have you liked it yet? I have, I don't have YouTube open right now, but uh, yeah, do it on in your cell
4: You'll get an ad.
3: You know what it is? I'm I'm a fraud. Like I I'm a hypocrite. I'm telling people to do something and I'm not doing it myself. Um. All right, let's move on to Charlotte and Utah. Oh, boy. nine and a half is the total in this game. Utah is a 10-point favorite. Do you like anybody on Charlotte?
4: No. Graham is fine. Like, it's not a good matchup, but Graham shows upside. That's it. You pivot to him in the later games if you are falling behind. That's the reason why you play Graham. That's the only
3: reason. Highest owned players on Charlotte. Rozier at 3% on DK and Graham, I believe, at 2% on FanDuel. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just not a good matchup. There's so many other spots to go. There's no price discount that makes anybody pop. Uh, we've talked about it already as far as Gobert. Gobert, a great matchup here against Charlotte. But, you know, we love the roll of a salary cap, and there are especially FanDuel-specific uh, models that are going to tell you you're supposed to spend uh, spend down at the center position. Of course, Gobert can put up, like, 15 points and 23 boards against the Charlotte team and throw in some stocks as well. He does like to swap. They call him the staple tower. No, wait, there's another – doesn't he have another nickname that has to do with him, like, blocking people? He's got two nicknames. One Stifle Tower. The other is Lost on me. Maybe chat will hook us up with that. Uh, give me your Google thoughts in. as far as – What? Google in. Yeah, I think he has two nicknames. Maybe I'm just making that up. Uh, Utah, what do you have for me?
4: Uh, Utah, it's Goberance Mitchell. Um, if, you're play, if you are, in fact, playing a guy or two from the Charlotte side, I think you can throw on angles if you expect this game to stay close. I don't, but it's not going to surprise me if it does. If this game ends up staying close, then I think Ingles could be in for a big game at his price tag of 5,600. So I don't mind him, but I prefer him if I'm bringing it back with someone like Graham or Ruggier or both. It's just not something I really expect to do. Uh, it's Mitchell and Gobert. Like, both of them have big upside in this spot, especially if this game stays close. Gobert has a perfect matchup. Mitchell has a good matchup. It's that simple. It's, it's real easy to break down Utah. If it stays close, Mitchell, Gobert, Ingles can crush. If it's a blowout, Mitchell and Gobert can still crush. If it's anything else, then I don't know. I think that was – those are actually
3: the only two options. (laughs) We're seeing seeing Gobert, by the way, and Fandle. You love the matchup, right? You said it's perfect. He's 5%. Yeah,
4: and his price tag isn't crazy over there. He can obviously have more upside – Considering the blocks and steals upside, so yeah, yeah, he, he's a good play over there on on the fan duel.
3: and on DK. He's at seven percent. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. When you start, when you sit down and start building lineups, it's like, well, I don't. I mean, I like him. Uh, you have to make some cuts. You got to make some edits pretty quickly. Uh, you got anything else in this game that's worth mentioning? Or you know, you can mention as far as the matchup. I think it's the third best matchup when it comes to DBA, the defense versus archetype. As far as Charlotte, he should absolutely annihilate. He should pummel. Uh we probably should move on to a game that players were gonna like. The Lake Show in Dallas, 223 and a half is the total Lakers are they're actually three point dogs here in Dallas. Of course, there's no Porzingis, there's no uh there's no Brow. Um all right, so LeBron is who we're talking about first, I suppose.
4: Yeah. LeBron is gonna be chalky. LeBron is a good play. Without Davis in there, he should absolutely smash in the spot. His price tag's good. I I I have no problem with playing LeBron, but luckily he's in one of the later games. It becomes a little bit tough to pivot off, but um, if you're way behind, remember Giannis is going to come in at one-fourth the ownership, and he's $100 more expensive. So plan out your lineup accordingly where you can swap exactly from LeBron to Giannis. It's a 2v2 probably. No, it could be a 1v1.
3: Well, what's the, the difference in salary between Giannis 100. and LeBron? Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, leave hundred bucks. Yeah, it's,
4: yeah. It's like we have a lot of late games in on the slate here, and we have some chalky guys in the early games, and we have a game that has the potential to be one of the highest scoring games we've seen in a little bit. So, if that Atlanta Washington game absolutely goes off, you're going to need to make some weird, weird pivots. And Giannis has a bunch of upside. We'll get to him when that game happens. But as of right now, LeBron is one of the top. Top plays on the entire slate. He's going to be heavily owned. And it's entirely justified. Outside of him, McGee is going to be one of the chalkiest, if not the chalkiest guy, on the entire slate. We have him pegged for, what, close to 70% ownership over on DraftKings? Just oh, man, know, that's too
3: high for McGee. Like, absolutely I get it, but, man, I don't want that much. He might only play, like, 21 minutes. He probably he, doesn't close.
4: Yeah, like, yes, he has some upside, but still – it, it I, I don't want to play McGee at that ownership. I don't want to
3: play almost anyone at that ownership, but. Oh, I do. Gone. I just don't want to play JaVale McGee at 66 I mean, I get it. I totally, I, what, what is, what is on Howard? A 10 at?
4: game slate, I almost
3: never want to play anyone at that ownership. Yeah. I mean, everything's sort of case dependent, obviously. Um, LeBron are saying currently at 33% on DK. You mentioned JaVale at 66%. What is, well, I'll say what is Howard at? You yeah, know, well, Howard's more expensive, obviously 5.68. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Howard's a better play on DraftKings.
3: 0.25% owned by the way is his projection. Yeah, that's
4: a little bit low. It's probably going to be closer to three, I would guess. I agree. Um, but yeah, like he has probably about the same upside. McGee, any number of things can happen to him. And at that ownership, you're only paying thirteen hundred more. So again, it's a it's a potential late swap scenario. Let's say that you have LeBron and McGee swap over to Howard and
3: Kawhi. Okay, does that actually work? We got, we got a Howard projector for the same amount of minutes as McGee, too. And like I said, there's a better chance Howard closes this game uh, than McGee. Dallas is not a very big team unless they roll out Boban, you know, especially with Persingas being out. I don't know if they're going to dust Boban off or not. Like, obviously, don't consider Boban. I know, Grant, I know I'm saying don't play Boban, but you, don't play Boban. I know right. you're going to confirm. Even though you don't want to, it's going to hurt a little bit, but you're not playing him.
4: If you're in a 20,000-person winner-take-all tournament, then nope. Boban's a
3: decent play. Nope. what about the coups uh kyle kuzma uh, we presume he's gonna draw the start uh i don't know what his splits are with and without that new haircut but uh you know he's not just not 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 priced for a guy that's gonna play probably 28 to 31 minutes i can't imagine
4: the haircut helps it splits just because he stands out well i guess he might blend in with the court more with the hair but I feel like people are going to know exactly where he's at on the court because of that haircut.
3: It's fun watching your guys like when they're doing well, uh, but and if if they have like a, hair, a haircut that stands out. But if they're doing poorly, you really notice it. Like why is my guy doing nothing? Like Kai Bowman when I was playing him like two months ago or so was like that. But uh, not playing him anymore, obviously. But he had he had his moments. Uh, is he too cheap for you, Kuzma? What do we have as far as his projected ownership? I feel like should pull that one up as well. Uh, it's eighteen percent. Okay. 18% on dk 53 It's probably higher on Fandle. I think it's higher on Fandle. I'm just guessing here. Uh, I can actually pull it up. Yeah, 31% on Fandle or 4.4K.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, Kuzma, good play. It's that simple. Like, not a great play, but he's definitely a good play. He's going to get a little bit more run here. He's going to get a little bit more usage in this offense without Davis in there.
3: Like, do we have any interest in Rondo? So it's possible LeBron plays bigger and he doesn't run the, run the point and the Rondo goes out there and plays the one. Um, I, I think he's interesting. Like he's basically priced like uh, IT two, right? Yeah. Depending on where you're shopping.
4: Yeah. I mean, he's, he could potentially get a few extra minutes. He could get close to 30. We know Rondo can put up a big, big game any given time. He's priced at 4k. You run court IQ and without Davis on the floor, he, puts up a little bit more than a point per minute they could run Ron Beggar they could run Rondo at the point there's other options to pass the ball off to so that could give him an uptick and assist and everything Rondo's an interesting tournament play and I hate saying that every single time
3: it's national tv too I believe
1: yeah, that's yeah, the that, thing. That, like, that narrative
4: has never worked out well, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe over on the YouTube channel. But I was saying that What What's the what's the incentive for that? Just you get free Crunch Dive if we get to 175, and we're pretty darn close.
3: Are we? All right, we're creeping now, up Dean, there. you
4: want to you want to open up a separate screen and be the last guy?
3: No, it's a whole process, and I don't like multitasking. But like you know, if, if need be, I. It's funny. I, I saw a comment here in the YouTube chat. They said, "Uh, they're not going to hit like until I pronounced uh, Nikola Vukovic's uh, name correctly." Is that not? Well, then correct? pronounce it correctly. Is it well, Nikola Vukovic? Vuch. Oh, Vucevic? Vucevic. Yeah, I watched the Orlando guys too. Like, you think I would pronounce... I, I mean, I, it's I'm literally
4: everyone from that... That's how things are pronounced. That's how C's are pronounced. Like, do Is his,
3: his name is Jokic? Yeah. Please. His name is Goat, actually. The Joker? Nikola, Nikola Jokic? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I thought I was pronouncing that one correctly. And, like, I watch plenty of Magic games. I watch a lot of games on mute, too, because I have the quad box up, and i got to pick one... Sometimes I listen to the podcast and things of that sort too. Sometimes I listen. the I man, it it's up. so
4: weird watching football not on mute during the playoffs because it's the only game. <laughs> yes. <There's
3: one. laughs> I'm doing the same thing. I finally got to hear booger, and like I, I know why people go nuts about him. <laughs>
4: I mean, I've heard I, I intentionally mute the games, oh. boogers games, it's unless I feel like. I mean, I feel like there's a sweet booger zone between like three and seven drinks. Darn it, I hear dog. four. Son of a biscuit. Talk, me about talk to me about Luca. Luka Doncic. Uh, Luca is a little bit a expen- little bit expensive here, but he's also Luca. He's had good games versus the Lakers. He has eighty point upside. I prefer Trey to Luca, and Luca looks like he's going to come in at fairly low ownership over on DraftKings. He's expensive. Legs. Yeah, I know he's very expensive, but there are some decent cheap options here. I think it'll be higher on than that just because we have guys like McGee that are going to be super chalk, and some people may pivot off of LeBron, but Luca. I mean, he's done well against the Lakers He's very good This game's supposed to stay close enough He's better without Porzingis Yeah, Porzingis is off the floor He's averaging around 2 points per minute With Porzingis off the floor He should be in for 30, high 30s minutes So he's in If he's averaging close to 2 points per minute High 30s minutes Do the math, it's close to 70 And you want a raw upside
3: play It's Luca. He needs to get to seventy though because of his price. Like at least on DK, he's yes. got to get close to there. Yeah, And 60's that, not enough.
4: That's what we're projecting him as is close to seventy.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is crazy. That says what the math says. Uh, You got anybody else? Is there a, a second piece on, on Dallas that's worth a look? I know like Delon Wright was a guy that was kind of sort of popping in models to some degree. Nobody's ever enthused about rostering Wright. Uh, Cleavers had its moments of late. Uh, THJ, any given, any given game can drop 25 real life points in the bucket, but I have a hard time getting very excited about any of these guys. They're playable, but you know, it's, for me, it's mostly Luca or bust.
4: Yeah, that's kind of it for me
3: too. Two games left. Milwaukee, Sacramento, 224 is a total. Sacramento is a seven point dog. I'm sorry, a nine point dog. I cannot do math. Uh, the aforementioned Giannis Antetokounmpo on the other side. Uh, for me, it's basically Giannis and everybody else because Milwaukee has a really deep rotation. Uh, Sacramento. We we like guys that shoot threes against Milwaukee. So B- Buddy Hield is kind of interesting for tournaments for me. Uh, Milwaukee, as we know, yield the most three pointers in all the league. They give up the fewest amount of points inside the lane, uh, the paint the kids call that. We don't know the status of Bealitsa. He's currently questionable. Midday downgrade. As is uh, Bagley. He's also questionable. We saw. We thought Giles was super chalky last time. and I think he had a good first half where he played like sixty minutes or so. Actually, he played sixty minutes combined in the entire game. Uh, and we saw Deadman relieve him with like seven minutes to go in the third quarter and never get off the court. Dwayne Deadman. they dusted him off. He hadn't played since the day after Christmas, I believe. Uh, he's also allegedly uh, available for, uh, for 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 trade if somebody wants to inquire. Showcase game. Uh, he's also a big that can step out and hit a three. Like he's capable of that. Like it's not his game per se, but he's also like a better, uh, you know, shooter than a guy like Whiteside. I don't know how the minutes are going to be delegated. Maybe we see Giles get 24. Maybe we see Deadman getting 24. Deadman was playing well, so he stuck around. But um, he's just another potential cheapie. And also, we don't know, right, Grant? What's going to happen with uh, the Aliza? What's going to happen with Backley? Stay tuned. I can't yeah. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you taking all that in?
4: I mean, it's interesting. So with the Giles thing, they have no reason to play him for a bunch of minutes. They didn't They didn't pick up the last year on his contract. So playing him a lot of man, if he is actually good. It's not even an injury thing anymore. If he is actually good then they have no reason to play him extra minutes because they don't want him to sign for a big contract. So that's kind of why I don't really have any interest in Giles. Like if bag was out of B is out, like you're, you're waiting for that until the end. And yeah, I think Deadman offers you a decent play and I hate it, but if he's going to get a lot of minutes, then his price tag, at least over on FanDuel, makes him not a horrible pivot off of Portis. Um, like if those guys are out, it kinda of just gives a bump up to everyone else. Barnes might play a few extra minutes here. Ariza might get a few extra minutes here. The usage will probably go up with a few guys. It's an interesting spot and I think you kind of reserve it for if you are behind or just waiting for the news if we don't get it. So too soon, unless that was it. Nope. Aaron Judge signed a deal. Um it's not oh, relevant. It's good for a one year deal. Which I don't understand all these one year deals, but Relevant.
3: Arbitration, I assume, but we don't have time to yeah. get into this stuff, Grant.
4: Yeah. um, Buddy Hyde and Aaron Fox are my two favorite plays as of right now, but Bielitsa and Bagley get ruled out. I really like Deadman. I don't hate Giles, but probably not going there. Ariza is not a horrible play, not a great play, though. Like, <laughs> I, I, it, It's really just he, Buddy Hyde, and Fox. I have to make sure I correct myself to the correct pronunciation of Buddy Hyde.
3: You won't get a like. Uh, I believe it's healed, but I just crossed the train tracks. So I just jumped on YouTube chat, and the first thing I saw was a uh, only likes for Grant Dean can suck on a fart, and I thumbs that up. So there we go. <laughs> 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 the things I would do for a like. That's not. I. I don't think I would do that. I don't, I don't think I have the capability to be honest either. But uh, you got anything else this game that we should focus on? And a lot of it's just kind of stay tuned and you know maybe build some lineups. Uh, where you're sort of locked in, like, well, what if this guy plays? What if this guy doesn't? I don't have a read. Uh, My favorite star on the Sacramento side is Buddy Heal, just because uh, that's the best way to get the Milwaukee. I don't think you have to have anybody. Of course, uh, the cheapies could become pretty interesting if everybody's out. And, again, for me, Milwaukee, it's just Giannis and nobody else. Um, You got anything else this game or shall we move on?
4: Again, pivots in the late game. You have LeBron and McGee. You're not looking great. You swap over to Giannis and Dettman if Bagley and Beely to get ruled
3: out. Clip joint. This is the hammer. Clip joint at home versus the Warriors. 219.5 is the total. Of course, it's a 14-point favorite, so we're expecting the Clippers to actually hammer uh, the Warriors, who will be out without Russell. I assume Green is in. He was not on the injury report at, at 130. Uh, so we do have Leonard without PG-13, but again, there's the threat of a blowout. How are we handling this game?
4: On the Golden State side, like, not in love with anyone. Burke's going to have an upside game. Lee is not probably the best play on there, but he's going to draw some ownership. Bowman could get some minutes here. Like right, WCS, Green, both of them, all of them are fine, but no one stands out as a good play over on or a great play over on the Golden State side just because we're on a 10-game slate. There's so many injuries. There's so many value spots. I just don't really have a reason to play any of these guys outside of maybe Lee. Over on the Clippers side, it becomes a little bit more interesting, and this is a – not a, with so many games at 9, 945, 10. Like, you can switch over your full game stacks over to the Clippers. Like, you can have something planned out for that in late swap. It makes more sense in late swap than it does something else just because of how chalky the Lakers are. And just because you can get to Kawhi, you can get to Harold. Like, looking over the Clippers side, if this game stays close, it's a bat or it's a good matchup for the Clippers here. Kawhi can go off for a big game any given time. Without Paul George in there, Kawhi gets a big boost. Harold gets a big boost. Lou Will gets a big boost. All these guys get a big boost here, and all of them have massive upside on any given slate. Um, so it doesn't make sense to play any of them on a real point-per-dollar basis. It makes a little bit of sense based on ownership, but the spot where it makes sense is just based off of those swapping off of LeBron – swapping to less owned guys. That's where it makes sense.
3: All right. We got 10 left. As far as guys. like, and
4: subscribe, do it right now.
3: Well, I mean, Grant, again, you've not, learned. again, they've
4: been listening this entire time. I'm just reminding no one just hopped in for the last two minutes.
3: Maybe some people just like to cut it close. It's like the scene of like a Steven, your favorite Steven Seagal movie or something like that. They want to, it's fun when like the, the action happens at the one second mark. I suppose that's what's going down, but, uh, yeah, and maybe they're just waiting for you to suck it a Far Is that all Steven Seagal movies,
4: or is it just Under Siege? Hard to kill one.
3: is what I was thinking of. <laughs> Hard <laughs> to kill?
4: All right, so it's multiple. I Steven Seagal used to be my favorite actor.
3: You, used to be? What do you mean used to be? He's still doing things, I'm sure.
4: I know, but it wasn't like Cradle to the Grave, Under Siege. He had so <laughs> many Under Siege 2. <laughs> all these movies the are fantastic.
3: <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about Steven Seagal.
4: Guys, like five more. You just like it.
3: Yeah, so again, crunch time's coming up next. You all got Andy Means, you get JSU, you get a Roth. They take you guys off the lock. There will be some breaking news, and they'll break that down for you. Grant, before you step aside and get out of here, make way for crunch time. The people are going to hit the uh, the thumbs up, the like on YouTube, so we're going to get just enough, I think, again, we're cutting it close, to have uh, have it be public. It's normally premium tonight. It's public. Give me uh, the player we're locking in tonight. Who's, uh, who's going to break the slate? Give me a, a bold call.
4: Oh, gosh. Who was it? I'm trying not to say Isaiah Thomas. Like at the top end, it's going to be Trey Young that breaks the slate. It's going to be super early. (sighs) Isaiah Thomas goes for 35.
3: There you go. We hit the goal. We hit the goal. Cousin. Great
4: call by me that's going to destroy my soul.
3: I told you, Steven Seagal saves the day once again. Uh, we're going to step outside and make way for crunch time. I do want to say, just throwing this out there to the people, uh, this is my last show here on Grinder's Live for, <laughs> for the foreseeable future. If anybody's not aware. Someone
4: mentioned Casey Ryback in there. I'm so proud. Who? Casey Ryback.
3: I don't know who that is.
4: From Under Siege.
3: Oh, well, I don't know the character names. But, yeah, for the foreseeable future, I'm still with, uh, with Rotor Gunners, still doing co- co- content for Rotor Gunners currently. Uh, but, yeah, this is, uh, this is my last show here. I do want to thank all my co-hosts, including Grant, over the years. If they're in the DFS industry, I've probably worked with them at some point. Devin, Simon, all the producers, Cam, Cal, Dan, DB, uh, for trusting me with this platform. And, of course, all the YouTube chatters, all the viewers, anybody that ever supported this show, uh, there will be a show next week. just I won't be there Uh, Grant that's it for the last time we're hollering right holler holler
1: At the fantasy bar, six of my favorite plays for a big Friday night in the NBA covering FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo. Some injury situations we're going to capitalize on, some pricing discrepancies we're going to dig into, some of my favorite mid-range and value plays, and who is my favorite play of the night? Belly up to the fantasy bar and find out. Welcome in, guys. Friday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. Good to be back here in the Fantasy Bar once again. Six guys fresh off the tap for you again, covering all the major sites here. Thank you for stopping by the Fantasy Bar. Before we get into things, guys, a couple things. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, if you enjoy your time here in the Fantasy Bar, make sure you hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. So important. Helps us out a great deal. And as always, I greatly appreciate it. Also... Make sure you go and download the old SharpSide app, baby. Props, lines, spreads, everything you need for sports betting, for DFS, for fantasy, whatever it is, very valuable app that can give you all the information that you're looking for. Plus, running a free contest over there. All you got to do, lock in a bet, try to go on a streak. The longer your streak goes, the more Fanduel credit you will have access to. So get a streak going, get them lock bets in. Free to play. Download the SharpSide app today. All right, let's talk some NBA big Friday night slate of games. Let's start with power forward center Jaron Jackson Jr. of Memphis. So Jackson really starting to ball out here. of late. 40 or more fantasy points now in three straight games. Playing very well against this San Antonio team this season. As well, averaging 23 points per game. We're not even factoring in anything else. Averaging around 37 DraftKings points per game. So hitting the floor that we're looking for. You add that with the recent play where he's really picked it up, and I think there's real 6-7X potential here with Jaron Jackson Jr. The Spurs head last in defense versus archetype against a player like Jaron Jackson Jr. You can find all that information all over Roto-Grinders, especially in our lineup HQ tool. But a good matchup here, a guy in a good form, and a great price in the low sevens on FanDuel and DraftKings. Makes Triple J, one of my favorite plays here. On Friday night. All right, let's stay at power forward center with some value, depending on the site, with Bobby Portis of the Knicks. So kudos to DraftKings, bumped that price up to sixty-four hundred. Expecting Julius Randle to be out again. That's exactly what we got. FanDuel stayed at forty-four hundred. Yahoo down at fourteen dollars. So we trust that DraftKings algorithm, and the price jumped up for a reason here. So on FanDuel, Yahoo. Really take advantage of it, even on DraftKings. I don't mind the $6,400 price. Yes, we're paying more. That may scare people away, but look what he did last game. Crushed even at that number and did it despite the fact that he only shot 29%. So we get him near 50%. Boom, we're talking 50 fantasy point upside here for Bobby Portis. So a great buy on FanDuel, a great buy on Yahoo, even on DraftKings. You get a little bit more flexibility there, move things around, even like him there at that $6,400 price point. All right, staying in the mid-range. Next pick for us, point guard, shooting guard, Markel Fultz of Orlando. So we always want to look at injuries. Looks like DJ Augustine not going to play here tonight for the Orlando Magic. That's a good thing for Markel Fultz. That's basically his main competition in that backcourt at the point guard spot. Now you get more shots, more usage, more opportunities. Always a good thing, obviously. 30 or more fantasy points now for Fultz in three of his last five so we check another box a guy coming in in good form and the last box we're going to look at here matchup phoenix bottom 10 in fantasy points allowed to the point guard position here markel fultz, I think is a little bit too cheap i'd pay mid sixes him. we're getting him in the high fives take advantage here against the phoenix suns with markel fultz all right another mid-range play trying to make life easy on you guys here at shooting guard small forward joe Ingles of the jazz So the Christmas season rolls on. Some of you Scrooges want to end all that. Move on. Hey, it's jingles. It's Christmas. We're going to continue to play him anytime Mike Conley is out of the lineup. We don't have official word on Conley yet, but word is he's going to miss at least another week or so. So Joe Ingles, one of the guys that's going to help fill the bill there for Utah. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, those are the guys that can play some point forward for this team. And it's really shown. Ingles, five or more assists now in six straight games. The cash floor is solid. When you put him in, you're going to get the 25, 30 points you're looking for at these prices. The GPP ceiling is certainly there for him to go over 40 fantasy points. In any matchup with Mike Conley out, Joe Ingles, pretty much a lock and load for me and no difference here tonight on this big Friday night slate. All right, next play for us, let's go to Atlanta and go with power forward center, John Collins. So I know Trey Young, the talk of the town, had that massive game against Houston, put up a huge triple-double there. But let's not forget about John Collins, played very well in that game as well. Not to the level of Trey Young, but we're talking about games of 45, 50. 55 fantasy points for John Collins over the last seven games. So, obviously, the ceiling there for this guy. The matchup, the Wizards, bottom 10 in almost any category you want to look at against power forwards, against centers, whether it's fantasy points allowed, defense versus archetype, defensive efficiency, all near the bottom here for the Washington Wizards. So, and Collins, one of those guys that could fall through the cracks. There's a lot of studs on this slate. All the big names are on the slate. Luka, Giannis, the Lakers. So I think people will be spending up on those guys before they'll spend up on John Collins, making him a contrarian.
5: guys, what is up? Welcome to Crunch Time. It is a Friday show. That is our favorite. I would cheers you, but means that you inspired me. I'm doing an almost dry January.
6: It's like You're going to have to elaborate. What does that even mean? Like,
5: I'm not going out of my way to drink, but if someone's like, hey, you want to get drunk with me, I'll do it. It's like okay, almost so dry. You will
6: be drinking in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but hey, we have, <laughs> we have all kinds of good things coming your way. Ten games, three hosts. We got means. What up, man? Hey, man, I
6: love this slate. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Okay, excellent. We got JSU as well.
5: Uh, you're going to be helping us out with some GPP takes. How are you, JSU? You, you, you're you looking tough, man. You got the... the, the yeah, I, I do
2: this for the intim- intimidation factor for all the new, uh, <laughs> all the new uh, people out there. So what's up, guys? It's working. And yes, you bring up a
5: good point. Uh, we are streaming to YouTube. We're free on YouTube here because Grinders Live got 175 <laughs> likes. And because of that... We're still rolling, so if you are on the YouTube, go ahead, give us a like, or just like wait a little bit, maybe give it five minutes, make sure you like it, then hit the like button. I don't no, like it, no matter, no, right, like
6: yeah, it no matter what, like it no matter what.
5: Means he wants the free likes. Uh, we really don't have a whole lot of time to screw around here because we do have a 10 game slate. Uh, AD is out, Paul George is out, a ton of injury news, we're waiting on b uh, Bagley news, uh, what was it, was it Sabonis Pacers. Yeah, Pacers Sabonis news. and
6: Brogdon, yep. Yeah.
5: Uh, so there's a lot to get to, and uh, for those who are new, we usually start on FanDuel, we start with Cash, and thus we start with Meansy. All
2: right. I got a... Means, uh, means, someone's in the yeah. chat, Brogdon out, by the way. I don't know if okay, confirmed, but...
6: Yeah, it, it is. He's out. Uh, Sabonis is playing. Okay. That's more... It doesn't even... Uh, I'm just double-checking price tags. Mm-hmm. Like holiday i'm getting sick of holiday like <laughs> the past couple games that brogdon's been out he's been kind of a letdown and we have better we have better pl- plays on uh, most of these sites anyways because i holiday is the one who's been priced down on Fanduel. i'm just double checking he's four six so let me real quick double check his price tag on uh, dk before i hop into all this stuff he is five six okay yeah so I'm not going to talk about them much for cash games because we have just a far better place. So, all right. Hey, uh,
5: one more thing before you jump into it. Sorry. I forgot to mention mm-hmm. on Fridays, we have the Crunch Time Tournament. I have it in the chat. I'm putting it in right now. 100 people. And uh, if you win, you get some free grinder swag as well as, you know, you get the money that you win. It's called we're going streaking because <laughs> I have cashed three of these in a row. So, <laughs> come on. You got to take me down. You can't let me win. I'm the weatherman. You got to take me down, jump in it. 100 people, go ahead and fill it up. Means, take it away.
6: Snoop, snoop-a-loop. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, I have two Wizards tagged. LeBron tagged at small forward and Portis at center. So, Ish, ish at 4-9 uh, on FanDuel is just too cheap. Like, I know a, one or a handful of these guys were letdowns the other night. Um, this is just a far, far, far better matchup. And, they're you know, they're playing the Hawks. They, ha- they have Bertans back, which I actually think is a good thing. Like... Get the guy out there, spread the floor a little bit, have them score more points. Like he, it's going to be him taking shots instead of Isak Bunga. So like we, that's a good thing that Bertanz is going to be playing. Um, so Ish at four nine is a lot for me at point guard, and I'm doing. I mean, I think you're just absolutely pairing him with one of uh, Luca or Trey. And man, like I, I, I want Luca. I just think he's a a, a touch safer just because of how he contributes just more across the board. The scoring system a little bit better for him on FanDuel than Trey because Trey turns the ball over more. So I want to get Luca, but in all honesty, my most recent build has Trey because I just can't find the 1,400 to get up to Luca. I think it's one of those two guys. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I think it's a pay-up spot. So no one I really want to touch on besides those guys except maybe like Alonzo. He would be the other guy I'd consider. Uh, shooting guard. This one's a little bit tougher past McCray, um, and I am kind of using this shooting guard two, like shooting guard two, small forward two, and power forward two are kind of like my last three v three, and those that's what I am struggling with the most. I am a lot of my stuff here has been landing on paying down because um, I want to pay up for like a Kawhi so or a Bam. So I am looking at like Delon Wright at four five. I am looking at Damian Lee at five k, and I am looking at Josh Hart at four four. Those are the guys I've landed on the most uh, for this other spot. Um, trying to think anybody else here. Maybe DeRozan if you're in this a completely different build. Oh, Lou Will. Lou Will, I think, is fine too. Uh, he's 6'2. He's definitely in that conversation. You're not going to be able to pay up for one of these other spots if you do Lou Will. It's just not going to happen. And in my opinion, you're going to get a little too thin uh, other spots. So that's what I'm looking at. Shooting guard, small forward. Love LeBron. Uh, no AD, obviously. I, ten seven. think that's just a, little, a tad too cheap. So I, I want him. Uh, and small forward in general isn't my favorite position. I guess I was thinking that more before this Washington News hit with Beal. I do like Troy Brown as the other guy there. He's he's the guy I found myself pairing with LeBron the most. You can go a little cheaper here probably with guys like Etouan Moore, Glenn Robinson the third. Those guys are both 4-1. If we get questions on those guys, it's a coin flip, man. I don't. I have. I would probably just go with Etwan Moore, uh, but it's that's. I don't. I've already spent two uh, more time on it than I wanted to. Um, yeah, that's about it. Maybe like an Ingles. Uh, yeah, that's it. So let's go to power forward. Where I. So this is the tough one because Kawhi. They're what, like fourteen point favorites now, but he's so cheap on FanDuel. He's nine four. Where on DK, I think he's nine nine. Like that's just drastically different. This is actually. One of the less deep positions, if that makes any sense, the shallowest, I guess, would make more sense, right? Yeah, shallowest. Um, so, like, I, I just, sure, the minutes may be a little down. I feel confident that he's he's not going to kill you regardless. Like, if, man, I'd be shocked if he doesn't get you, like, at least 40 FanDuel points tonight with plenty of upside for more. So, that's where I would like to spend. Uh, Kuzma is who I keep landing on at my other one. But he's not as much of a must-play as everyone's making him out to be. Like, this guy is – I don't know. He just – in general NBA circles and in DFS circles, people think he's way better than he is. But he is really cheap on FanDuel, and AD is not playing. So I do like him on FanDuel. And then some other guys, maybe – you may, might go Bam instead of Kawhi. That might get you to a Luka build instead of a Trey build. Some uh, mid-tier guys um, like Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. Um, Jared Allen. Oh, Jermichael Green popped up in something I like. Like, he's 3'6". Just felt a little too thin for me. And that's really about it um, for for power forward. And then center is is definitely Portis for me. I think you can make cases to go for some other guys. Um, I don't think you can make it really a case to spend up just because the the spend ups other spots are way better. If I'm going to go with someone besides Portis, it would be Javel, but just give me Portis.
5: Okay, good stuff. JSU, let's talk some GPP takes on FanDuel. time-wise we're doing all right all
2: right uh so on Fanduel, starting at point guard all right so point guard i feel like a lot of people are going to spend up for either one of trey or luca which is definitely fine i prefer trey in this spot if i had to choose between one of those um but for tournaments i like guys like alfred payton um New Orleans, I just like the matchup, no Drew Holiday. He's good at getting in the paint. If this game stays close, I see him playing 30 minutes with big upside here. Lonzo Ball, 6,400 on FanDuel is a really good price tag for someone getting like 36 to 37 minutes right now. And then uh, Markel Foltz, huge bump, in my opinion, with no DJ Augustine, who he does play a lot with as well. Now DJ comes in for him a lot um, for the first go around, but then he gets put back in in the second quarter with DJ. So they do play together. And now, like DJ, when they're together, he handles the ball a ton. So now there won't there won't be him. So Fultz is going to have all of that ball handling duty when Fournier off the court for sure because no one else can really handle the ball and stuff like that. So I see even if he only gets like a two-minute bump, from 30 minutes to 32 minutes, let's say, it's going to be a lot better, and I think his usage is going to go up. So I like him for tournaments at 5,700. Shooting guard, um, Jimmy Butler I like as a spend-up at 8,200 against Brooklyn, really good matchup. Um, Lou Will at 6,200, way too cheap. Jordan McRae, I like going back to him, even though he had one bad game, really, but still just a great matchup um, at 6,100. So I, I like those guys a lot. Small forward. Um, you know, LeBron's going to be – like, I have him tagged. He's just such a such a strong play. If you wanted to be a little different in tournaments, I think you could go, you know, with Giannis and the ownership difference. You might get, you know, him at like half the ownership of LeBron. But uh, I, I still like LeBron a ton for tournaments. It's chalk I will eat. Um, I think where I'm going to get a little different is guys like Alec Burks at 5,700, Troy Brown at uh, 5,700. Even if he's coming off the bench, I still like him a ton. Um, um, so those are my preferred guys at small forward, power forward. So uh, I, I think Kawhi is a great play, um, but Sabonis is a really good pivot. Now he's just coming off that questionable tab. He is he is going to play, um, but him just being questionable throughout the day, uh, people probably have Kawhi over him a lot. So I, I think he'll come in at much lower ownership, and he's got a really good matchup. Uh, Chicago, I think, is twenty eighth in rebounding, so he, he's definitely he's just gonna for sure get in a double double today. Um, other guys, Jaron Jackson, I think, is a really strong play. Um, has had you know three big games in a row, forty or more fantasy points, um, and I do like the block uh, upside with him on FanDuel uh, center. For, for center, I, I think Vucevic is my favorite spend-up. FanDuel, it's going to be popular. Now, it's interesting. he loves Bobby Portis. I think Bobby Portis is probably the best spend-down, but we have on FanDuel anyways, if I looked at the projected ownership, we we got like, what is it, half and half? Is Portis... Yeah, it's like Portis and McGee. So, like, McGee actually helped um, with the Portis ownership because it's kind of going to almost split... Whereas Portis would have probably been 55, 60%. Now you're getting them. We have projected at 33. Even if it's at 40, it's going to be lower than what it would have been. Um, so he's my preferred uh, out of those two guys. I think Dwight Howard's a really strong pivot from both those guys, though, in tournaments. If you want to pivot at the lower tier, he's 4,900 still. So for tournaments, that's my uh, low-tier pivot. I think Vooch is a strong uh, pivot if you want to spend up and Herald in that 6,500 range is strong um, in that mid tier. Okay. Excellent.
5: Uh, Real quick, before we move on to DK cash, I'm going to put the link for the crunch time tournament. in again, I need like 40 more people or so means DK cash, take it away.
6: All right. So I got Ish McCray and JaVale McGee tagged on DK and basically the whole decision of what to do on DK it comes down to who we're spending on. And I mean, it's but right at this point now, I think it's as my first spin up, I think it's between Trey and LeBron. I think in general, you probably are going to try to get two of Trey, LeBron and Kawhi. Um, these guys are, these guys are all good plays. Like my, of course my lean would be to get Trey and LeBron. They're in two very competitive games. The, the Ops one obviously has the highest total, I'm worried about the Kawhi Minutes. I mentioned that on Fandle, but the price is way way more uh, appealing over there. So if I had my way, I would get uh, Trey and LeBron. uh, But they're also the two most expensive of that trio. So (laughs) keep that in mind as I go through this. That's kind of what my general outlook is. So, yeah, so a point guard. We don't have to go through too many guys here because if you're doing like these two Wizards and Trey, that that would fill up three spot, the, the guard spot, and then you're not too beholden to anything else. So those are some guys that I am initially starting with. And then a cheap one, man, like I don't know how people are going to feel about Isaiah Thomas, but the guy chops when he's out there, he still is getting like low 20s minutes, and he's 3-9 against the Hawks. So on this slate, I would consider it. Uh, I'm not saying it's it's something I'm going to go out of my way to do, but I think that's something to consider. Uh, trying to think, anyone else really here? so different on DK. Cause there's so many, the MP messes me up. Um, that's really the main group of guys I'm looking at. So for my, like my core cash game pool, that's, that's really it. Maybe, I guess RJ Barrett would be the other guy at 5'2. two. I'm a little lower on him than our projections, I think. Um, so moving over to shooting guard where another, uh, another cheap guy or mid tier guy, I guess you can call him. Who's popped up in a lot of my stuff is Damian Lee his prices come down a little bit, uh, Dars out. So I think, um, he's not really too, you don't need to worry too much about blowouts with him. Like it's a guy they want to play regardless. Uh, so five, three, I think you can look to him and it, the, the, the martyr Rosen, maybe like, I just don't see myself landing there, but that's a guy just to say a guy, Kendrick Nunn, maybe he's four, six. You might be landing there as kind of a last piece sort of thing. Uh, Terrence Ross was more viable earlier in the day, but now we got got news that bumps up some cheap guys. Uh, So that's about it. Um, Let's look at small forward. Nothing I'm really liking too much here. Um, I guess that's where you could use like a LeBron there if you're going that route. A Kawhi has small forward. So using one of the spin-ups is probably your best bet uh, for the small forward slot. Then you have Damian Lee has a small forward slot too. So that those are that's kind of the group I'm looking at as well. Like the, the slates in general are just way different. Like FanDuel has so many good plays and DK has a, a handful and it's just a little tougher to build. So that's that's kind of my group my core of uh of plays there at small forward too. So let's go to power forward. Uh let's see here. All right, so yeah, you have Kawhi, he would be one. And that's an, another reason why I'd like kind of that group too, just to use for your, your small forward and power forward. I guess I should say that's the case to use LeBron and Kawhi because small forward and power forward is kind of a thin position. Uh, Fortis is 6'3 on, on DK or 6'4, four, I'm sorry. And that's, um, that's kind of an appropriate price tag. So I'm not nearly as thrilled about him as I am about him on FanDuel. I I'm just, now I'm just saying names to say names. I really don't think, I think you're spinning up here at, at power forward. And then using like Damian Lee at small forward. Like I'm not just going to throw names out there. I don't really think there's anything else I want to touch on. Center Javale's obviously the the, the salary leaf play here for me. The four three tag on DK is is needed. Uh, some guys you might be looking at here that you would include in cash games that are just center eligible would be Bam would be one of them. Uh, Rudy Gobert would be another one. Uh, seeing if there's any cheap stuff and maybe Willie Cully Stein. Not not thrilled with it. Uh, Maybe Mahinmi me not thrilled with it. So I think you're getting a lot of your uh, kind of your cheat plays at the, maybe the guard spot, the forward spot. I don't, I don't really like the double center night, I guess, is the way to close it out. Okay. JSU, let's
5: talk tournaments. And before you go kind of position by position, how are you handling the payups here? Because there's Trey, LeBron, Luka, Giannis. Uh, What are you targeting and what are you trying to get away from?
2: Yeah. Well, on DK, the pricing is uh, strong. Uh, especially, I mean, before the Javel, before we got the Anthony Davis news, it was tough for sure spending up on just one guy. It's really hard to spend up and get like a a Trey and James combo. Like I think, I think it's not a day where you spend up for two spots for tournaments. It's just too hard. There's not enough. Even with this news, there's still not enough value in my opinion. Um, So I think you got to take one. Um, I think LeBron is for sure going to be the highest owned of those guys. So definitely, if you're looking the ownership route, you know, Trey would be one for me. And then, you know, you got Luca and Giannis right there. I take Giannis with the 1500 in savings over Luca probably, but that that's where I'm going. You know, I, I still like LeBron a lot, but it's definitely a night where you only play one for sure. Okay. Then why
5: don't you get into your DK build here and talk about uh, what exactly you're looking for?
2: Yeah, so I I talked about, let's just start at the guard position. I talked about Marco Foltz um, and how I like him. And another guy I wanted to bring up is Evan Fournier, because right now um, these are the two guys pretty much that's going to handle the ball for this team. They really don't have anyone else. Um, Terrence Ross is someone who plays on the perimeter, but he's really just looking for a shot. He's a catch-and-shoot guy. Um, Bring him off screens. I think he's fine. But if you want, like, the guys who are creating the plays, it's definitely Fournier and it's definitely Foltz. And so you'll see in some of my lineups, I'll definitely have both of them together Mm -hmm. um, because I just think that they're the only two guys that are going to be handling the ball the entire time.
5: Was there some injury news we were waiting before we could plug in Fournier? Was it Gordon? Did we hear on that?
2: So Gordon, for me, okay, Gordon for me doesn't affect Fournier or Fult because I'm playing those two guys because DJ Augustine is out. Okay, That's the reason I'm playing them because DJ Augustine, the 24 or 23 to 28 minutes he plays, that guy always has the ball. He is always the point guard when he's on the floor. So mm-hmm. when he's on the floor, he's the main guy with the ball. So with him out, That now it's 48 minutes of these two guys. One of these two guys is always going to have the ball, always setting up the play, and those are the guys you want. So for me, I just want, I'm going to have both of them. I'm going to have them kind of in different spots and then together in some. Um, So that's what I'm doing there. I I don't think Gordon really changes that. Maybe it affects Vooch a little bit, um, but I don't even think really it it does there either. you know, first for forwards, you know pivots off LeBron. You know, obviously Giannis is a good uh, pivot for ownership uh, reasons. You know, Buddy Heald will be popular. I still like the matchup because the Bucks give up the most threes, um, most threes made per game. You know, and really, I've talked about this before, but they really do a good job, the Bucks, of protecting the rim, and that's why they give up a ton of three-point attempts because most teams know that. So they end up leaving shoot uh, or getting open shots because they're protect, protecting the rim and they're good at it. So teams are always kicking the ball out instead of trying to, you know, score on Lopez or Giannis, so, who are good shot blockers. So I think Buddy Heald's a really good play. Um, I don't really like anyone else, though, unless we get news that Bialitza and Bagley are both out. If Bielitza's in, I would like him because he's a three-point shooter. And on you know on sites like FanDuel especially he's cheap at forty eight hundred but we're not going to get that news yeah. so I don't like him at DK at six K unless he's the only one in um, you know other guys I think you can play uh, Draymond Green specifically on DraftKings at fifty seven hundred with the double double upside you know rebounds assists you get the bonus points so I, I think he's in play you know minutes are definitely a question but I, I still like him um, center spot. Pivot I like on DraftKings uh, from the chalk, which would be McGee. I think Alex at 5,200, is a really strong pivot against Washington. Pace-up spot. This is going to be a really back-and-forth game, and I think he could destroy whoever's down low, whether it's uh, AP or Yamahimi. Um, So I I do like him a good amount, and uh, he's probably one of my favorite uh, pivots besides Dwight. Okay, hey means uh, we just got an update here. TJ
5: McConnell is starting. So does this change? Uh, does that have impact on Ish?
6: Uh, no, I know he's been playing better than Aaron Holiday anyway. So that's probably why. Um, hold on, let me look at this price tag. I, I no, I still like Ish better. Let me. Um, we can if you want. You can start taking questions. Let me just pull up his stuff real quick.
5: Okay. The other thing that I've been looking at three different chats here and the overwhelming question is what's the deal with Ingram? Is he in? Do we have news on Ingram?
6: I'm pretty sure he's probable. I'm guessing people are just maybe looking at the indicator tags. I I haven't, I don't even see him on the injury report. Oh yeah. So I'm pretty sure he heard a finger or something. That's what happened. He heard a finger or something last game, came back in, had taped up. He wasn't even on the injury report. So I don't know who's out there saying he's, he's questionable. His he's right,
2: not. pinky. Okay. Yeah, he, whoever's he's out there saying these right questionable
6: pinky. is just just creating fake news. Okay, fake news. Sad. Okay,
5: good. Um, means you double check into the ish versus yeah. TJ McConnell thing. I'm going to start taking some questions here. We've got the crunch time chat. We've got the YouTube chat, and we have the Discord chat. I'm going to be. Kind of looking all around. Uh mostly though. Not
6: not interested in McConnell for cash games. He's he's priced up. If he was like really like pump price, I'd be fine, but no need for him. Okay, good stuff. Uh, Ingram is starting, by the way, so there's your answer
5: about Ingram. He is officially starting. Uh okay, let's get to some of these QQs here. We've got roughly seven minutes left. We'll go to D Gold, fanDuel Cash question. Ingalls and Portis or Prince and McGee. Uh
6: Ingalls and Portis.
5: Okay. Uh, this is a question from pick me, Kevin. So you, with a name like that, I guess your question gets taken. Uh, 2v2v2, Kawhi and Hart, Collins and Portis, or Trey and the Admiral?
6: Was that me? And that, If that's me, it's not the last one. I know that much. Okay, um, then it's
5: Kawhi and Hart versus Collins and Portis.
6: Uh do Kawhi and Hart.
5: Okay. Greenlight says, DKGPP, this is for you, JSU, Miles. Uh, Miles Turner is the last piece.
2: Uh, yeah, you can do that. All
6: right. I have one more thing I want to add yep, on the McConnell he's thing. Yep. He's way more he's way more viable on DK because we are actually kind of starved for uh, plays in that like low fours. Like as as I was going through, you could see I was like hesitant on anyone like really cheap. So I think you can play him on DK Cash. I think he's fine there on FanDuel Cash. I don't think you need it at all. Sorry, I want to be clear on that.
5: No, that's good. JSU, any tournament interest in McConnell? for that salary relief. And you said you're struggling to get two studs. That might be the way. to Yeah. Do it.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think he's in play for sure on DK. Okay. Excellent.
5: Uh, Joey says tournaments on either site. You want Bullock or Lonnie Walker.
2: Lonnie Walker.
5: Okay. TV says, can you play Jingle and Joe in DK cash? Yeah, he's fine. T baller. Your favorite whiz player uh, means I'll give that to you
6: uh on Fanduel, I'll go with Ish just because he's sub 5k on DK I'll go with McRae, where him and Ish are close uh close or priced
5: okay a bro, DK cash is suboner viable
6: honestly I don't I don't think he is I he is just because the price is fine but I just find myself spinning up at other places 9-1 like Kawhi's 9-9 nine nine. like give me find the 800 in my opinion
5: Okay, uh, this is a name I've seen a few times too. Uh, John from the YouTube chat asks, "Any Kem Birch?"
6: That's a JSU question.
2: JSU, any Kem Birch for you? Uh, if Gordon's out, I'd, I'd be much more intrigued in Ken Birch, but right now I don't have any. I think you can play him though because he's still cheap. Okay. Uh,
5: by the way, we still need 20 more for the tournament. I'm putting it in everywhere I can. Jump in. I have literally nothing to do on a Friday night. I'm working till 10 p.m. So please give me this. Give me this tournament so I have something to do. Uh, I'm going to pop it in there too. Okay. More questions. Uh, FanDuel Cash. Oh, I lost it. DK Cash from CS Maniac. Ish Lee Sabonis. Ingram Barrett
6: Draymond. Of those, I would do the Sabonis one. Yeah. Okay.
5: K-Lax. Is FanDuel GPP? You want Alonzo Ball and Aldridge? Probably that one. Or Foltz and LMA? JSU? Uh, uh, Foltz and LMA. Ooh, okay. I thought you were going to go with your boy Alonzo there. Uh, yeah. Hags. Last piece, 6-1 in the util for DK Cash. Means? 6-1. Uh,
6: uh, uh, scroll in. I would go with probably, uh, I mean, ish. If you don't already have men, then probably like Markkinen, I guess.
5: Okay, uh, is uh, Markel DK Cash viable from Hags?
6: Uh I I honestly wasn't uh, even considering him on any of mine, but he's five eight. Like that's a little too expensive for me.
5: Okay, we'll go to T ball or DK. We'll call it a cash question. He did not specify eight K. He's got eight K to spend on DK. Is that where? Um, how, how much was uh, was?
6: Jimmy's uh, there. Jimmy's there at eight well, K. I'd go Jimmy.
5: Okay, great. Sworn brother says DKGPP. Isaiah Thomas or McConnell? McConnell. Pretty Boy says uh, DK Cash, Rudy Gay or Reggie Bullock?
6: Oh, neither.
5: Um, I guess Rudy Gay. Okay, I'm popping this in the YouTube chat. I can't believe we're not going to get 100 people. We need seven more people to click on that link and join in so that two I have something minutes. to do on a Friday night. Two minutes. We got two minutes to get it done. Two minutes, seven people. Let's do it. Uh, also, YouTube, give a thumbs up if you like the show. Give a thumbs up anyways. I blue. DK Cash, Kuz and IT or Hart and McConnell?
6: Mm, I would probably go. I would go the second one, I think. Yeah.
5: Okay. The salty dog, FanDuel GPP, LMA and Burks or Collins and Derek Jones Jr.?
2: Uh, LMA and Burks.
5: Uh, Boucher says, is three whiz, too many whiz in DK Cash? No. Uh, okay. G Shucks says, DK Cash Barrett or Lee? Lee. Crunching numbers, DKGPP, last piece Collins, or your boy Gobert?
0: Uh,
5: Gobert. Dank says, uh, FanDuel, GPP, Allen, or Coos? Coos. TJ says, uh, McConnell, McRae, or Montrezl. Oh, sorry. Uh, This is a 1v1v1. McConnell, McRae. Oh, no. McConnell, McRae, or IT, Montrezl. But IT was lowercase. It just looked like it.
6: First one for me. I don't know what you specified.
5: Okay. Uh, Kaiser FanDuel Cash question: Rubio, Mitchell, or Young and McCray?
6: Young and McCray for sure.
5: Uh, let's see. Do we do this one? It was uh, Hart or Bob Ross FanDuel Cash. I'm calling him Bob <laughs> Ross. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, that he will for now ever be named as Bob. Uh, Anaru, DK Cash: Kawhi Ross or Sabonis and Lee.
6: I would do the Kawhi one. Devin, are we
5: doing all right here? Yeah. All right. I think uh, we got time for one more question and we don't, we don't really have it here. Last piece, 5k cash util. That's a tough one with like 10 seconds left. 5k in the util DK cash means if two seconds, no pressure. <laughs> I can't leave.
6: I mean, don't that's a late swap site. That's a <laughs> late swap site. <laughs> <I> can. T- <laughs> Uh
5: all right. Wah, so. wah,
6: wah. All right. um get that one. I can still give him an answer with there's only one game okay. that's locked.
5: I bet that, that was the best 5k play, It was right there in that game. And how
6: about there being a 715 uh, official start time and a nine forty five official start time?
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah, really- I saw that. I was like, what, what's going on here?
5: Wow. What did I what was it? 5K? It was 5K. And hey, before you answer that, don't go anywhere because this is the best part of the show. We get, to, we get to look at ownership, we still take questions, and we play games. We play Am I Stupid? <laughs> we, play, uh, we play Gladiator, where we give you uh, the thumbs up or thumbs down. Up. This is the best part of the show. Don't go anywhere. All right. Uh, I
6: would I would answer, uh, for and 5K also would I run every morning. I, that, that's also uh, the answer to that. Um, I would go with the long right. Do you really? Do you run 5K every morning? No, of <laughs> oh. course not. Do <laughs> you not?
5: You yeah. lost like yeah, you lost like forty pounds.
6: You look svelte. I thought man, I didn't lose forty pounds. I lost like twenty. Right,
5: you look yeah, felt. we
6: need to get we need to hurry up for this RG party and get my picture changed. I look all like fluffy <laughs> up in here.
5: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's actually the reason why I've been on my uh, kind of dry January. I'm trying to get, yeah. get looking good for the new picture.
2: I thought you wanted to hurry up so we could play this basketball game. That uh, that's I've been a in that's a, was... a threat
6: to Roth. That's all you guys. I've
5: no.
2: You're what do you mean, Meadzi? You're playing. You're playing everyone's playing.
6: playing yeah i mean i mean the myth of me just uh, the legend just resurfaced last night so <laughs> with the picture so we're gonna we'll take a going. new
2: picture of you we're gonna take a new picture of you
5: hey uh the interesting news here saboner is now out i, I thought they said oh. he was in but now
2: he is out what does this change guys miles turner uh tj warren Motley Marketing, like <laughs> let's pull the
6: old Gord IQ. Do.
2: Okay, and
5: so I, I'd like to know what the plays are and how important, like, is this core level, like, you know, like, got to get these guys in type stuff.
6: Uh, Miles, six one. Um, What's Batazzi? Let's, let's think about this. So their bowls are out without Wendell Carter. So. They're playing Gafford and Markkinen and Thad. They're four and five. So, yeah, I like JSC's calling the Warren. Warren's going to get a nice bump. Uh, let's, I'm going to pull Hold on.
2: Yeah, so Warren's going to get a bump because he's going to play more power forward, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, Turner, obviously, is going to see just a bump in general because, I, I mean, Sabonis just – he gets like 12 rebounds a game. Like, the guy just – it is a rebound monster and he P is the score for that second unit. So it'll be interesting to see who they kind of take out a little early from the starters and bring back in with the second unit to like run the second unit. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not going to be Turner. Cause normally what they do is they keep Turner in um, and then they bring some, they take Sabonis bonus out and then bring Sabonis bonus back in for Turner so they can have time with each other off the court. Um as well. So I, I'm, per, I would probably say it's going to be someone like lamb or Warren that runs the second unit. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Yeah. Look at Turner and Warren a huge. If you take Brogdon and Sabonis off, you got about approaching 200 minutes for those guys. Huge, uh, huge usage bump for Turner. Um, Warren, a, a lesser. So I'm trying to look at the rebound rates here too. Uh, not too much in the way of, oh, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the rates on, sorry, that's why I was, I wanted to pull here we go, that's what I wanted. All right, so, where did those go? Yeah, got it. All right, so, yeah, Turner's rebound rate goes up, Warren's rebound rate goes up, so I think those guys are going to be, uh, the... let's see, I'm going to go back into, well, I guess, Hold
2: on. Those guys are definitely the guys you're going to want.
6: Yeah, because I kind sure of imagine Turner is going to be playing like mid thirties now. Uh, yeah. Let's see here.
3: Uh, how about the,
5: like uh, a super backup? Like Rob says, Bitaz what is, it? is it Goga? Is that him? Uh, and he's Goga min-priced. Batazzi, on, yeah. He's min-priced on DK. Is now is he cash viable now?
6: I'm worried he only plays backup five though don't you agree because with that they have
2: TJ cuz they have TJ Leaf. Yeah, I think so yes. like he would affect he would affect more of Miles Turner's minutes. So if he gets in there and he's running good in the backup five, maybe they keep him in for a little longer. But I don't think he sees any four and I don't, I don't think they run Turner at the four either. So it makes more sense to kind of, you know, play Jakar Sampson a few minutes, play TJ Leaf a few minutes. Um, you know, Doug McDermott. Uh, those type of guys so for me i have no interest in like tj Leaf or samson i think on dk like doug mcdermott's interesting just because he shoots a bunch of threes and you get the 3k bone uh three three point bonus so if you wanted like a super cheap flyer from the pacers i think for me it would be doug mcdermott if i had to pick one Mm -hmm. okay
6: yeah for me uh I'm trying to look here. I think now, like, I think McConnell is going to be the one, at least just from a – like, in terms of who I'm going to tag, I'll tag McConnell just because the Sal – like, he'll have to do just a little more from an assist rate perspective too because, like, Sabonis so was doing a lot with Brogdon now. him, yeah. Yeah, so – and now he's out, so McConnell will have to do more from an assist perspective. So, he's – I think he's the one I'm going to tag – uh, just as far as like for my purposes, I still like Turner. Uh, I, Turner in cash games, I think, is is way more viable now. I'm gonna <clears throat> mess around here a little bit with what I think he like making an absolute lock, but see, he's at. I have the wrong stuff on this. Devin yeah, made me I mean, do.
2: I still like. I still think Warren for GVPs, Turner, and then you get guys like Lamb, McConnell. Um, but definitely, Warren for me would be number one. Okay.
5: Um, we'll see. Let's see. A couple questions related to this. By the way, were you throwing Devin under the bus? You know, that's like the number one thing.
6: <laughs> the, <country. laughs> no. the only person I, you I,
5: can't throw under the bus. I
6: like, use Chrome throughout the day, and then I use Safari uh, when I get on the show to like lessen the load on my system. And uh, I didn't have all my settings fixed here yeah. on the Cord IQ.
2: Well, then, it's like, obviously
6: Devin's at? fault. So yeah, oh, that's yeah, that
5: definitely Devin's fault. Yeah, he's, good job, Devin.
6: <laughs> I don't know what he's doing right now. What he's he playing doing?
5: the world's smallest violin, I believe. Oh. <laughs> um, by the way, Connie Connie asked a quick question, and we've still got seven, eight minutes here. Connie says, is there a tool that shows negative correlations? And I believe the answer is no, but it is a hot topic of discussion in our uh, our Discord channel of things we want to get done. So I would imagine that if you ask that by next by the you know I don't know next season the answer will be probably because I, I know a lot of people want that to get done so, soon so hold
6: on. Uh, yeah, okay. I think we had so- yeah we had something and we just to want to improve it so yeah. um, I think that's the long short we have. Yeah. Mm,
5: okay, we're gonna take some questions here and uh, we can play was this stupid? I by the way in my crunch time tournament you know I always go studs and duds. I think my highest price guy. Was seven three. I've never had a medium build in my entire life,
6: and this was my. That medium. is, that's, that's not your brand, Roth.
5: I don't. I know. I don't even know who I am. I don't even. I don't even know what I am. But I, it's. I just. There was. To me, there was no good, really cheap plays. So then I couldn't play the really good ones. So I'm just everybody in the middle. Uh, okay, some QQ time. Can you swap McGee to Turner from Anna Rude?
0: That's a good question.
6: Uh, I'm. Hold on. Because I'm trying to think what he's asking because Turner's six, one and McGee's uh, – hold on. McGee's 4'3", so, like, that doesn't exactly – that. there's more layers to that. So I, I don't – I think he's asking, is Turner the priority over McGee? And my answer would be no.
5: Okay.
6: I think you could do double center now for sure. Like, I like Turner in the mid-tier – I'm more worried about prioritizing these cheap plays because I'm still have a focus on like getting Trey Kawhi or LeBron in. And then, then where you filter in the, there wasn't many like five or six K guys I talked about when I went through DK. So I think Turner is, is, uh, is in that discussion now.
2: Do do you think, uh, so like I personally think too, marketing gets a bump on the other side because Sabonis is pretty strong you know and and now they're going to have to put probably going to play TJ Warren on him which is an undersized guy um yes you can guard him out in the perimeter but he's still undersized at the 4 so i think Markkinen's interesting too
6: yeah if they like do you think they'll actually try to take advantage of that though like well, they don't have Carter them?
2: They don't yeah. have Carter, and in and, and they're not going to post Gafford against Turner because that's just not smart. And they're not going <laughs> to post. <laughs> so it's like they're either, they're either going to run just straight pick and roll with uh, Levine and Markinen or they're going to post them up. Right? Like I, I don't. I personally see want to that...
6: watch Gafford. I want to watch Gafford post up all night. That's what I want to. Watch.
2: Oh man, <laughs> Miles Turner hmm. will have six blocks. Okay, more QQs,
5: and uh, by the way, Foo Fighters, you took a peek at my lineup. He said, Roth, how do you only have one 7PM guy, and it was McRae, and you put him in the util.
3: <laughs> there we go, oh, Roth.
5: I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did it again. Ah, all right. Uh, DKGVP, Portis or Turner?
2: Um. Oh, that's, that's tough. I, I guess I'll go Turner. Slight. Okay.
5: Uh, T baller, Lee or McConnell or RJ Barrett We're McConnell now. Right. Out of that. I I don't want to answer for you.
6: Well, that that's, see, that's where if you have the funds, I'd probably still play Lee. Um, but they're a thousand dollars more expensive. So, um, if you can upgrade somewhere, I'd play McConnell and then try to upgrade somewhere else. Um, I still like, I mean, I still like Turner, man. I, I'm not going to tag him, but I would be, I would be trying to figure out a way to, to get him in your lineups. Okay. Like that's, he's, he's one point, like this is almost 200 minutes. He's with those two guys off. He's at 1.15 DK points per minute. The matchup. I mean, it's probably neutral. Cause they do, sh- they, they're a good defensive team overall, but they struggle against bigs. They, they give up a ton of blocks, um, especially to opposing centers of I recall. And so if he were going to put him at like 30 plus minutes like that at six, one, like I want Turner, I would be trying to play Turner.
5: Okay. Uh, Tatum says, Ingram for cash over Kawhi if I'm trying to jam in this Indiana value.
6: Cash over uh, uh, that Ingram's like, what, 600, 700 bucks cheaper than Kawhi? Um, I don't hate it, honestly. Um, I I would have no – it sounds strange to say that, but considering how close they are in price, I have no – have no issue if you drop down to Ingram if it gets you uh, other stuff you like.
5: Okay. Uh, Epic says Yahoo GPP. Bam or
2: Gobbert? Please help. Um, ooh, I like both, but I'll slightly lean uh, Gobbert. Gobbert. Yes, yes. boy. Gobbert. <laughs> Gobbert.
5: Uh, hey, we get to play a quick Am I Stupid? This is from Sam B in the Crunch Time Discord. He says, Am I Stupid for playing Giannis in all three of my three entry max lineups tonight. JSU, is that stupid?
2: Going all in on Giannis? I mean, no. No? (laughs) No, I I I don't think it is. You're getting the the ownership is going to be way down because everyone's going to be with LeBron, and we talked about how getting two studs is tough. So it's, uh, you know, I get it, going all in on a play like that. I'm assuming he pivoted, and he's not playing LeBron at all. So that was his idea was i'm i'm gonna play someone up there just i'm gonna play giannis and go all in hope lebron fails yeah
5: okay all right uh see. blue says okay boys mcgee or mcconnell raw points i'll let you both take a shot at this one
6: i'll go mcgee
5: jsu
2: i'm going mcconnell
5: sf bay dkgpp am i stupid for playing ariza
2: I don't like the price at 4,700. I, I do think that, you know, three, like they're going to let him, he's going to get a bunch of three point attempts, especially if all these guys are out and he could play 37 minutes, but it's a tough defense. I, I don't like it personally.
5: Okay. Uh, we're going to take just, uh, really maybe three more questions. Cause we got to get out of here. meansy's wife. Megan gets super mad at me if I hold him, uh, past seven 15. <laughs> so we, we gotta, we gotta take a few more and dip, uh, go for span DKGPP Fournier or Warren. If I have faults. Warren. Okay. He actually
6: gets mad at me, Ralph. Well, but yeah. Then you get I mad throw at me. me you. And, yeah. yeah, exactly.
5: Just, it just all comes. <laughs> right. Transit, transitive property th- of being pissed off comes back to me.
2: I thought it, I thought you were just going to say trans. I was going to say translation. It's Friday. We want to get yeah, out of here. That too. <laughs> no, that also, yeah. Uh, all
5: right. Two more questions. Uh, Heat Nation, JSU, DK, single entry, GPP, Howard and Draymond. Ooh, yeah. Or McGee and Triple J.
2: Howard and Draymond. Yeah, I love that. That sounds
5: good. Uh, okay. Final question here, and it is Boucher. Do I put in Turner over McGee? Is this, this, do we already do this one?
6: Yeah, that's that's not a 1v1 question. That's not the final one. That's not the
5: final one. That's a bad question. I would
6: still prioritize McGee, and then if you can get Turner in addition, then that's fine. But prioritize McGee and then go from there.
5: Okay, this is the last question. You're probably going to hate it means because I don't think you want either of these guys. Uh, But DK Cash, last man in. McBuckets or Taj?
6: Uh, McBuckets, I (laughs) guess. Okay. But yeah, you would prefer neither, I imagine. I'm not, I wouldn't go out of my way to get McBuckets. Have they even said if he's starting or not? I don't know. I don't think they've announced who's starting in his, and at the four anyway. So that's kind of risky.
5: Okay. uh, With that, we are done. Hey, everybody on the YouTube chat that uh, maybe you haven't seen the show drop us a like if you liked it. I thought it was a pretty good show, we were sober, which makes it slightly less fun than your average Friday, but uh, it was a <laughs> but maybe More informative. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad <laughs> there was a lot of breaking news. Uh, so thanks for hanging out with us. If you liked it, go ahead, drop us a like, join premium. You can watch the show every day. We do it literally seven days a week. Uh, so for meansy for JSU, for Devin working hard behind the scenes, everybody at home, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for hanging out with us all week long. Good luck taking me down because I'm going streaking tonight. Taking home the crunch time tournament, you have been crushed.